Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. It's go time on a Monday morning. It's the Monday morning quarterback. How we doing out there this morning, huh? How we feeling today? We had a little dress rehearsal Saturday night, didn't we? It's go time, baby. January football continues with some more Saturday night fever. That's the probably top news for you today as you get up and uh, cracking here. The break is 6 a.m. The playoff schedule did come out last night. I mean, we knew who we played. We knew that yesterday afternoon, the way things had sorted out all. But uh, last night, Sunday night, or nice job by Green Bay, by the way. What a choke that was. I mean, need, need more ayahuasca, I think, up there for, for Aaron Rodgers. That was pitiful. And, and credit to Dan Campbell. But, you know, who cares about those guys? Uh, let's talk about our guys. And we've known it's going to be the Chargers. That was pretty well established, you know, heading into the weekend. And now we know we're ready for primetime players. Back in the Saturday Night Live, are, are we still recovering? That was a late night, my man, was it not? For your boy, it was super late. I bet. It was late for, for, for your boy and, you know, on old man time. That's like cat years, right? You can tack on a couple uh, to it. I was up probably to one thirty, right, on, on Saturday night. 3 o'clock for your boy. We did something interesting. You know what I decided to do? I got a place downtown. Smart. Yeah, yeah. So went to the game and and you know uh, able to able to stay down there. Met up with some some friends. And I might some do that this week. Stuff. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought of it Saturday morning. I'm like, you know, I can go down there at four thirty for an eight o'clock game just to get through the traffic and make it to tailgaters. All right, give me a place downtown. Now it, it was a splurge, right? Don't get me wrong. Got that check. Yeah, you ain't staying out there for forty nine ninety nine. But I, I thought it was worth. I don't now. I don't know if I can pull it off two weeks in a row. I'd like to though. It was a good plan. I gotta be honest. It was a solid plan. And then the what a game, right? What a game. What a finish. What a day. What a night. And what a great feeling to know it's coming up again this Saturday. Look, I know y'all can bring it. We've been holding in our playoff passion for so many years. There's not going to be a problem answering the bell again this Saturday night. I is that what would you what were you hoping for, Et? 30 to t- 7. No, no, no. For this week's uh, assignment, where did you want it to to land? We Here were your options. You had Saturday at 4.30, Saturday night at 8.15, Sunday at 1, Sunday at 4.30, Sunday night at 8.15, and then, am and then Monday the, night football. I'm all for these Saturday night games. Yeah. It's, the city is just it's just different. It's to give people the time to do their thing, go into the game. Now, you're tired, but you have all day to recuperate it on Sunday. It was different. It was different, man. That was as, that was as cool down there as it had been in a – it surpassed 2017. Anything we had in 2017, we what, blew, we blew by what's on, that? on Saturday night. <laughs> what's that? Yeah, and 2017 was fun, and they were successful. But there's just this feeling here that we're just starting to sprout, and we got good roots here, and we're gonna have a nice big, you know, um, bona fide tree. It's coming, a tree of success, and uh, didn't make it easy. Yeah. We were nervous. We knew those Titans were gonna battle, didn't we? They got a bunch of starters back. They Pretty pretty clear early, they were going to run Derrick Henry and they were going to play flag football. Yep. And that's what they did. They put three guys out. They picked every stinking play. 
They did it just good enough, just within the fringe shadows of the rule book that it didn't get called by the officials one time, but they'd punch three guys on one side or the other. They'd run, under, they'd run interference at the, at, at the guys covering them, and they would just lose. It was frustrating there for a while, right? Josh Dobbs started like 11 for 12, and, and now thankfully, thankfully, for the most part, held him out of the end zone. Right? We held him out of the end zone, and that mattered, and the defense has really stepped up here. You know, they went away from that strict 3-4 and a lot of 4-3 principles. It seems to be paying dividends. That's something to talk about Tony Baselli with when we have breakfast with Baselli a little bit later today. We're going to go through some of the happy locker room sound as the Jags finish it off. Look, do a little internet dive and search whether you're on social media. You don't have to be anymore. It shows up somewhere, everywhere, YouTube or, or you know, whatever platform you – you want to search it out on, but there's a lot of video of this locker room celebration going around. It does your heart good, right? Following this team that has had so many struggles for so many years and uh, to now be here, um, again, playing January. For We've gone from meaningful foot. We've actually gone from meaningless football from like September to December to meaningful football in December to now playoff football in January. I, look, I think it says something that they put us in prime time on Saturday night. We got a fresh matchup. There's a lot of these playoff games this weekend. Uh, well, in in the AFC in particular, they're both division matchups, right? So we got we got that fresh matchup. This is this is Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Herbert. Who takes that first big step? You know, for all the talk of Herbert being the cream of the crop of that draft class. You know, here we are each. Looking for their first playoff victory, we we've caught up with that growth chart, the Chargers growth chart. We've already caught that one. We did it real quick, and <clears throat> just so much to look forward to. Uh, for I don't I don't know how many moons we have of this, but a lot, a decade at uh, least, I'd uh, say. Let's don't get ahead of ourselves with that though. That's great. It's great to know that, to feel that, to believe that, to have the confidence in coaching QB that that's where you're headed. First, we got business this weekend. Let's don't let this fun fun train in yet. The Chargers are coming in. We beat that A 38-10. to 10. And I know they had guys out. They did. They had, uh, Keenan Allen didn't play that day. Justin Herbert had, like, punctured a lung or something or fractured a rib just a week before. So they, they, they had some defenders out. So it won't be as easy, you know, and not that that one was easy. But from a personnel standpoint, the, the Chargers will be better this time around. But their coach, for some only God knows reason, played his starters yesterday. And and Mike Williams, look, they say that these guys who got hurt are going to play, right? But that's what you say when your idiot coach puts his frontline players, who have been battling injury already, puts them in the game in a game that did not matter and that you lost anyway. I There's no explaining. I'm all for playing hard. But you get to certain stages of your season, whether you are kaput and it doesn't matter or whether you're moving forward and it doesn't matter, that you just don't risk it, man. And Mike Williams has, you know, been hobbled most of the year with with primarily an ankle injury. He hurt his back yesterday against Denver, had to be carted off the field. Now, again, they say he should be ready to go. We'll see. Um, Joey Bosa, who injured himself initially against the Jaguars, right? Had groin surgery, had, had to... Miss almost all of the year. He just returned from the IR. 
And apparently he's kind of re-aggravated that injury. So those are those are important players for the Chargers. And I mean, I, I just I just don't understand, man. I, I mean, if I'm the owner of the football team, I got some questions for my young buckhead coach. Hey, idiot, what are you doing? What are you doing? You want to play some guys and keep them, you know, from being rusty, whatever. This game doesn't matter. Who cares? Lose 50 to nothing. It doesn't matter. Take it as a bye week. I wouldn't have played Keenan Allen or Austin Eckler or 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 Justin Herbert or Mike Williams. I would have played none of my frontline defenders. You know, these guys have been banged up and injured this year. Why do you roll the dice on that? It just doesn't make sense to me. If it if there was any bearing, if it could affect your home game or your seed, but by the time they played. They were locked into a visit to Jacksonville. It did not matter. And to play frontline guys who have already been dealt with injuries this year is dumb. You get what you deserve. You get what you deserve, uh, Charger. We got something waiting on you here. We got something waiting Saturday night. That place was rocking, man. Booming. It was on fire. And the pregame, bro, I went downtown at, you know, 334. And it was already percolating, man. Oh, boy. I was down there like 2 o'clock, Jeff. To make the walk from downtown, down Bay Street to the stadium. And it was a different level of excitement, enthusiasm, attendance, tailgating, passion. They were ready to go. They were in their seats pretty much at, at yeah, kickoff. Yep. Like I asked and implored. I appreciate it. Thank you. Do it again. It matters. And I tell you what's kind of nice here. You don't feel like we played great. You know, you don't feel we didn't. I mean, I we got, you could argue we got away with it. And, buddy, yeah, I know this. And, I, and I'm not arguing that the call was right, wrong, indifferent. But I know if that would have been our quarterback and he'd have got hit while his arm was right there. Oh, my God. And the ball stayed on the tip of his finger and it moved forward. We would be crying bloody murder today about that call, man. I thought that was – I thought we kind of got a break there. I got to be honest. And thank goodness they didn't blow that ball dead or called in or – an incomplete initially, it would have screwed us. It was Charles Woodson-esque. It was close. Now, the the point that they were ma- – I rewatched the game. It's that much fun when they win. So, I rewatched it yesterday uh, before before the f- the final, you know, weekend – or final Sunday of, of action got underway yesterday. And the point they made initially, because I always bring in the rules official, and, you know, I'm at the game, can't hear any, you know, obviously the, the TV explanation. But that ball kind of started to – even before it went forward – he hit that ball and it started to move sideways in his hand, and so they but, they by that are saying, okay, that ball you can bat it for it all you that gum want, but that is not a completed throw. And so I'm not saying I definitely thought it was in a complete pass. I'm saying if you were on that side of it, you would have a that would be a tough one, right? That that would uh, be a tough one. But so what? Nice job, Tennessee. Way to lose your last seven, you mayo eating softies. <laughs> nice job. And they 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 pulled the. Yuli Bulldozer into the barn, baby. They did. His best run got called back. I don't care if he went for, what, 109 yards? Is that what it was? Dude carried it 30 times. Averaged less than four yards a carry. You brought your lunch pail, your hard hat, and went to work against the Bulldozer when you hold him to that. And Josh Dobbs is what we thought he was. He's terrible. Now, again, he was efficient enough and knew the game plan enough, and they executed those little pick plays well enough that he was able to – you know, for to fool us for about a half or three quarters. 
Well, by the time the game got to crunch time and they had to rely on him a little bit, uh, that was that, that. What was that interception to Tyson Campbell? By the way, that looked like a high school play. He just kind of threw it, threw it up for grabs. But again, Rayshon Jenkins, who give that man credit from this too. I don't know if y'all saw this. Derrick Henry had a run in the third quarter where he took Rayshon. It was a typical Henry. I'm going to embarrass you, you know, poster. And he and he and he just with a kind of a side swipe stiff arm. He threw my man Rayshon Jenkins about six rows deep into the bench on the Jaguars sideline. And Jenkins just popped up, clapped his hands, went back to work. Playing football, baby. I'm not going to get caught up in this. Good for you. You got a stiff arm. You caught me off balance. And, man, has that dude made some big plays here to save this football season. My gosh. First the Dallas interception. Now the – man, I mean, let's let's not let's not beat around the bush of where we were facing there in that football game. I, I was scared. Of course you were. We all were. <laughs> if you don't scared. think, and if you say anything different this morning, you're a liar. It felt like the Titans were going to win the game. It sure did, man. And to make that play with two, he, look. Here's a little fact for you. Would you like to guess how many yards the Jaguars had in the fourth quarter on offense? Have you seen this? No. Yeah. Three. We had three yards of offense in the fourth quarter. So if there's any thought that, well, even if they don't get that, they force them to punt. We And maybe Trevor unleashes some of this magic we've seen in the late season. Maybe we, we, we pick up that win in, anyway, or at least a tie and, and keep it moving on. But I told you, I have talked to a lot of people pregame. Appreciate all the Googans coming up, man. It's amazing the impact we make in radio. My gosh, right? Jeff. And they are out there and about. And they Look, there used to be a day where one of the great mysteries in radio was what your dude looked like. What you look like, right? yeah. But that's gone now with social media and the internet. You you know, if you're curious who a guy is or what he looks like, boop, Google, there he is, right? With me, it's my voice. That's yeah. how they catch me. I get that, too. <laughs> you know, after years of working in TV, I, I do kind of translate where people will hear the voice and they'll cock their head yep. a little bit. But, man, I, I can't tell you. From everywhere, I I mean, the entire walk down Bay Street into the two or three tailgates I went to, uh, the Googans were out and about. They were excited. And they were excited. You know, you saw a lot of them when you're leaving as they get back to where they're going. And so here we go, man. Rev it up. Get the coffee, your Red Bull, whatever it is going to take because we need to rock, um, you know, rock it uh, coming up this uh, Saturday night. And I hope everyone is down with giving it, you know, another good go to after midnight. I think they are. They stayed till the end. They were loud. They were proud. <clears throat> we got another great situation this weekend. They ain't gonna be any, there are no Chargers fans, first of all. There may be a few in San Diego. There aren't. What do we I mean, show of hands, man. I can listen I can mention any NFL team here, show of hands. Any team. I think the Chargers might get less hands in the air than than any of them. And so we don't gotta worry about some, you know, Chargers invasion. They're coming with that talent on the field, and that's a lot. And a coach who's just an abject knucklehead. To put your premier players in position to be injured, as they were, particularly Bosa and Mike Williams yesterday, is just unconscionable, man. Just so dumb. And let's hope what the Jaguars were able to do earlier this year in Los Angeles has some echo effects for both of these football teams. There was no doubt left on the field that day who the better team was. Not a shred. It wasn't close. We had a pick six early. We had big plays. Uh, James Robinson had a long touchdown run. If you remember, remember James Robinson? Oh, yeah, I remember, buddy. Shout out James Robinson. What's up with Travis Etienne, by the way? I'm, I'm, that's that's kind of something to watch. Where he, Was he nicked up? Didn't play a lot at the end? You know, the very tail end of the game there. Uh, quiet. That That's an issue. 
I mean, I, I think we have learned by now that in a playoff game, I don't think we trust Hasty or Connor standing behind Trevor or next to Trevor, you know, getting 15, 20, 30 carries if need be. The season ends with some statistical superlatives. The Jags, a 4,000-yard passer with Trevor Lawrence, a 1,000-yard receiver with Christian Kirk, and a 1,000-yard rusher with Travis. Etienne finished 1,100-and-something yards. What a nice year for him. You Bounce go, back boy. Here. And, and the Jags need him. Etienne needs to be a real weapon here as this team continues to get better. They got a lot of momentum. They got a lot of confidence. And they got a quarterback who looks like he's going to be deliver. You know, he's going to be able to deliver when asked. And we'll get to some of the locker room sound. Again, the big news this morning is just like last week, the Jags have been flexed into prime time. I shouldn't say flexed, scheduled into prime time. They like what they saw those suits did in TV land with the Jags victory Saturday over the Titans. And so we get another prime time game. I would have to think the Saturday night primetime game would, would you know, register as a premier spot, wouldn't it? Of course. I mean, if you're living anywhere in the country, it's Saturday night. It got dark at about two in the afternoon. You're 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 watching Saturday night's playoff game with these two young gun quarterbacks. This is like, this is fun. T- honestly, tell me what else is on TV on Saturday night. I, I don't watch TV. You know, I watch sports, bro. I couldn't <laughs> right. tell you if There's I. Nothing else I'm watching sports. Duke North Carolina basketball or game. <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, 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 Gator basketball. They got to win this Saturday. They beat Mike White. They fell way behind. So, uh, also shout out to you. Got your panties in such a wad who to this day just can't quite read the nuance of this radio show. And here's what I mean. I love this though. I love this part. Every time I say something that gets people stirred up, Hick and pays for it on Twitter. Tell yes. Jeff this. Tell Jeff that. I love it. I love it. Because I got a lot of that too. This I told. I told him. It, you know what it makes up for? It makes up for all the times you 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 put my name in your mouth on your Twitter feed that I had nothing to do with. Turnabout's fair play. But these little Gator basketball fans got all in a tizzy that oh how could Jeff dare say he was pulling for Mike White and he hoped they win? You big babies. You big can't read a nuance, baby. When we were coming now, this is all that matters right here, okay? This is all that matters. Unless you're making a prediction or, you know, you're 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 really trying to tell someone how a game's gonna go and it's important to them to hear you say it. When when it was about 245 on Saturday afternoon, and and the Gators and the Dogs were locked up. Do you really think I was rooting for Georgia down the stretch? Just ask yourself that, you big mouth crybabies. Do you really think I was rooting for Georgia to win the game? Do you? Is that what you think? I'm just asking. I'm asking for a friend, you big oversensitive crybabies. So now run to Dan's Twitter and cry to him to to tell Jeff that again. Now today he was mean to us. There is not a more sensitive group. Now, granted, it's a tiny group. There's not a more oversensitive group of know-it-alls than Gator basketball, quote-unquote, eggheads. You that are super engaged with Gator basketball are just incorrigible and so sensitive. And what does it matter to you who anyone's rooting for anyway? But I I get a kick out of somebody, like, questioning my uh, rooting you know, interest your and capabilities. My right. loyalty, bleep you, pal, right? Where was your loyalty? Where well, where was all kind of weather when you spent a year and a half trying to run off the last basketball coach? Where were you, Where was that loyalty then? So, yeah, I was glad uh, Todd Golden got him a nice win. It would have been hard to watch the guy you replaced come in uh, and beat you, in this case, Mike White. So it was a, a first win in conference 
for the Gator basketball team. I still uh, keep that over under at four and a half. Expect the over. We'll see how that goes down the stretch. Uh, the Friday five pack comes to an end. I mean, I don't want to beat my chest, but I was a big winner this weekend. Uh, I went three and two. The cat is threatening to give us an offer. Doesn't matter. He's already salted away. But you know who that leaves? He's not going to be happy about this. <laughs> cat already texted us. Yeah. <laughs> You weren't here last year when he lost. I don't think he had to pay it off. He had to put on a Cupid suit. And, oh, I was here. Oh, yeah. I, I, had, came, I came and got a rose. Okay, there you go. Yeah, he was handing out roses out front here. It was not pretty. He did not like it. It was a disaster. But um, I guess when we get cat chat on Thursday, we'll start at least, um, you know, stumbling around some potential ideas for spinning that wheel. So, all right. Um, we got Saturday Night Football. I know you're excited and jacked. Hey, we got another good, <clears throat> we got another good party night in us, right? I don't have to worry. Was there any, if there were any of y'all there, and the night just ended up too late for you, just okay. Sell the tickets. Get into somebody who wants to be there. That was a great crowd Saturday night. It's what you just dream about, following and 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 fanning and covering this football team. We don't get that atmosphere enough, and hopefully, we have a lot of that coming up. We've got a franchise quarterback. We got a home playoff game. We have a stadium designs that just make you so jacked and excited about the future of Jaguars football. So uh, let, let, let's hope as a community that we all stay on the same page when it comes to that too. Right? We need that stadium. We need this team. And Saturday night, we're going to get another heartbeat of blood and passion passing through us all. So, um, Still plenty to, to to celebrate. My back's a little sore this morning. I've been in victory formation for 30 hours. See, victory formation, I, I usually only have to hold from Sunday to Monday morning, but I've been holding victory formation since about 11.45 on Saturday night. So let's get to some of that, um, let's get to some of that, that um, sound from both Trevor Lawrence and, and Doug Peterson. Peek ahead to what else happened yesterday in, in the NFL and, you know, the big winners, the big losers. The big loser in the NFL by a mile is the Green Bay Packers, who absolutely choked on the pigskin at home last night. The Packers have been playing good. They got a home game with the Lions. They had a lead. And just, just a, you know, just a terrible effort by Green Bay. It really was. It was just terrible. And then there were some other teams, buddy. They had to fight to 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 guarantee the hope that, that, we, that they would get in. In some cases, they did. So, all right, uh, let's do this. Let's take our first break. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. As always on Monday, we will get the bird's eye view of a man in the booth, Tony Baselli, the Hall of Famer Breakfast with Baselli coming your way at 8 a.m. this morning as uh, we got a uh, lot to celebrate here on The Drill, 1010XL 92.5 FM. It says a lot just, you know, just how the fans have rallied around us this year as this season has gone on and, you know, obviously late in the year like, like we've been playing and, to see the stadium packed tonight was was awesome. One of the best game environments I've I've been in, honestly. So it was it was special. They were loud all game. Um, it was really really cool. It's a cool experience that I'll, I'll always remember that. So hopefully we will do the same thing next week. We're gonna need it. So it'll be fun. Don't, don't dismiss that perspective, by the way. Pro football is the highest form of football. The atmosphere at a big time college game can can knock the belly button into the dirt of a typical NFL game. Let's be serious now. Those jokers, big college games, they'll play in front of 80, 90, 100,000 people, and it is as loud or louder than anything you'll ever hear in an NFL stadium. That's not placing college football over NFL in any way at all, but when it comes to what he did, he didn't say it's the most talent, 
you know, I've seen more talent on the field. I, you know, he said that's one of the best atmospheres I've ever played in. Consider what Trevor Lawrence has played in. Something I say all the time, man, energy is contagious, man. They feel it. Listen, they feel it. if you are at Clemson and you face Alabama in a national championship game, that atmosphere knocks the holy hell Absolutely. out of even Saturday night's game. Absolutely. So for them to, or for a Saturday, I shouldn't say this Saturday night game because Trevor says, no, it didn't. That was his Bad A, a time as he has had on the football field. Good for him. 641-1010. I'm going to take a few phone calls this segment if you'd like to weigh in. Um, it is the Monday morning quarterback, and I appreciate DivorcementOnly.com being with us for so many years. Glad to see so many of our proud sponsors and friends and, and, and you know, uh, cohorts get some success, right? I mean, we're all more jacked about the Jags. This radio station is going to be buzzing big time for this month you just stay tuned if there's something fun and happening we'll make a party somewhere and we're looking forward to saturday night already but anyway you want to weigh in on the big one six four one ten ten and as always you can do it via the text line uh, same number designed by lifetime enclosures or you can always shoot us an email at the drill at 1010xl.com uh, uh, doug peterson meeting the the media after the thrilling win on saturday night he said you know and i agree with this he told the team this as well i saw in some of that locker room video but this game symbolized the Jaguar season, didn't it? A lot of ups and downs. A lot of times you look like you were dead, yep. but you kept fighting. And what happened at the very end? You made the plays. That's how this season was. Had its moments early, some ups and downs, some really rough stretches. But guess what? At the end, before the clocks hit zero, they did enough to win the division, advance to the playoffs. The Jaguars, by the way, are... They're legitimately the fourth best team. You know, they're not just the four seed with a subpar record. They're the fourth best team in the conference, or they at least have earned the right to fight San Diego for that designation. And this is what we've got coming in this in this conference, ladies and gentlemen, for the next five to ten years. All right? With all due respect to Tom Brady, he never had this. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Wow. What a collection of talent uh, that speaks to. So, yeah, Peterson saying that game kind of symbolized their season. You know, he talked about the fan base just starving for a winning team, how nice it is with that uh, electric atmosphere to, to, to pay it off for the fans as well. You know, um, look, he talked about a little about the process of waiting. I'm sure they started you know, preparing for the Chargers immediately. It, the Ravens weren't going to Cincinnati, sitting everyone and beating the Bengals yesterday. The Chargers were in. We kind of knew it from the get-go. They got in even with the loss, so I imagine we got a little bit of a head start there. Meanwhile, Peterson, like the rest of us, looked up in October, saw a 3-7 and seven football team, and now here at 9-8 and eight and hosting a playoff game, he is, is very proud and respectful for what this Jaguars team has become. And we've come so far, you know, I mean, you know, just think about back in April and May when we first got together, you know, you're trying to teach a winning culture. You're trying to flip, you know, a script, so to speak. And you're just not sure until you start playing games, just how that's going to look. And, you know, listen, these guys, they, they, they trust in me. I trust in them. You know, they never, never wavered. And, and to get a game like this, you know, down the street, I mean, it's just pretty incredible, you know, to, to win nine nine games in our first year together. Pretty impressive for, for the guys in the locker room. I believe we get Al Michaels, by the way. He he 
call some NBC games now that the prime uh, contract is up for the regular season at Thursday Night Football. I'm pretty sure it's Al Michaels who will be on the microphone when the Jaguars go into that still to me symbolizes a bigger game. I know he's not the front line guy anymore. That's Tarico. But it feels like with Al Michaels coming, you get the A team, doesn't it? And the Jags are the home playoff game in prime time on Saturday night. Just how epic uh, is that? Coming up in a football fix, I'll reset the rest of the NFL schedule uh, when it comes to the playoffs this weekend and how it was affected by uh, yesterday's outcome. It'll be fun at some point this week to really dive into the Jaguar season-long stat sheet. You know, who landed where when it came to this year's production. Um, We had, I thought, some really... You know, kind of undersold some guys off the radar. Played really good football the other day, and we had some guys that you know that they didn't stuff the stat sheet. I thought Trayvon Walker had an excellent game. I thought Corey Peters did a lot on the middle of that uh, defensive line. He was a wrecking ball. Yeah, I mean, and that's just a guy as an afterthought called up off the practice squad when we had injuries earlier this year. Devon Hamilton gets up and around. Muma had one very glaring missed tackle that he needed. You win the game, so it doesn't stand out, but. You know, Mumame plays. Those guys brought that lumber to Derrick Henry. There were too many times from the Titans' perspective, they handed the ball to, to, to Henry, and he was met with a thud before he got to the line of scrimmage. That's how you, That's how it's supposed to be. And he got some downhill eight- to nine-yard runs, but the only real big run he got, uh, they cheated. They held, so it got called back. So, job well done to that Jaguars defense, who I don't think any of us believed in when they were frittering away fourth-quarter leads week after week after week. Remember, we were talking about they gave him 30 here, 28 here, 31 there. I don't know what in the world has happened. I think the quarterback's <laughs> skill level has happened. Well, we've, we've documented this hadn't exactly been a murderer's row. Not like what you're going to see. Consider this. If the Jaguars make a run through the playoffs, now they're going to have to beat Herbert, Mahomes, and Burrow slash Allen. Whew. That's who you got now. That's not Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, and Josh Dobbs, is it? We'll see just how up for the challenge we are. Uh, desperately want to beat the Chargers here next Saturday. Let's go to Kansas City, see what we got. I remember a second-year quarterback last year taking a team that at, at one point was about 8-6 and six or 7-5. and five. They weren't real hot last year, those Cincinnati Bengals, were they? Right. They won a home playoff game. They went and they beat the number one seed, Tennessee Titans. They were and, a second away from winning the Super Bowl. And then went to the Super Bowl after beating the Chiefs. So, yeah. We got our Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. Let's get our party started Saturday night uh, here at the stadium. All right, I'm going to take some quick hitters on the phone calls. We'll also open the phone lines probably coming up about 745 this morning. Give you guys an opportunity um, here and there as we move through. We'll start with Paul in Wilmington this morning. Hello, Paul. Good morning. Good morning, man. I am psyched up. Guess what? I was at that Jets game uh, two weeks ago. I called you all. Yeah. I'm going down Saturday night. I'm going to break out my throwback Wilson no. Sports. Beer line number seven jersey. <laughs> I like it. All right, Paul. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I love this team so much. They are going to destroy Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim, whatever the hell they're called. They stink. <laughs> I'm proud of them. Trevor's going to throw for 450 yards. Jaguars win 45 7. I'm out. All Come right. on, somebody. Trevor forever. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. that. How's that slogan and that t shirt not been produced yet? Right. Um, I'm the only one coming up with this. Hold on. Let me write that down. Trevor forever, baby. Let's go. We gave him uh, so what, now what? Right. Right. We we, we packaged that up for the Googans. Trevor forever, baby, as Paul's ready to come down and rock it this weekend. That's awesome. What a a great feeling. And, you know, it feels different, too, because I'm not even going to talk about we're built for the future. So what? Let's be built for this Saturday. Let's get a home 
playoff win on the Fair and Fair phone line. Steve in Mandarin is next. Hello, Steve. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Duval. Yes, sir. Got no voice, Jeff. Let me tell you, the North End, the North End Zone, brother, rocking and rolling at the bank. And, hey, Trevor, forever. I don't need to say anything else. Trevor, forever. Let's go. All right. Duval. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, a lot of guys today dealing with some laryngitis. I saw somebody <laughs> Your boy put, included. I saw somebody posted from a funeral, RIP, my voice. <laughs> or from a, uh, a graveyard, I should say. Cemetery. All right, one more, uh, then we'll head off, pay some bills. Andy is uh, joining us from Ponte Vedra. Hello, Andy. Good mo- morning. Happy Monday. Thank you, brother. Hey, I just I just want to talk about the clock management that Tennessee had. Yeah. Ten minutes of offense. Holy cow. That ran our defense so tired. Yeah. They, and- they got off the field in the fourth quarter. There was certainly a time, you know, in that first half through the third quarter where you were begging the Jags offense uh, to get something going. You know, I mentioned it earlier. I it, the Jacks had like three or four yards of offense in the fourth quarter. Make no mistake who stole this game for us. It was a defense that, despite being on the field for most of the night, um, capitalized late, didn't they? I mean. Yep. Hey, hey and I also do want to say, MJD, if you're listening. <laughs> Keep it going. Any any part. <laughs> dude, he went yeah. against yeah. his own. I, could, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. he's Well, we talked about that last anyway. night. And he's been doing it as yeah. a shtick. He, it started with a game that he really thought the Jags might lose, you know, four or five weeks ago, and now so every week he picks against the Jags, doing it for like, Anyways. Yeah, yeah, for some, some, you know. Duval. There he goes. All right, we'll come back with more. Uh, you're listening to the Monday Morning Quarterback. Sometimes, uh, listen, uh, when when you're in a family law fight, uh, you need somebody on your side protecting the rights of men, and that's all they've been doing at DivorceMenOnly.com for a long time. That doesn't mean you're not cordial. That doesn't mean it's not uh, done with love. But at you know, for some very difficult decisions, and you're trying to keep everything else on your plate, um, you know, straight. The law offices of divorcemenonly.com can can help you do just that. All right, we're gonna come back with a football fix. I'll set the rest of the playoff schedule for you, um, and why it got set that way based on some stuff that that happened yesterday. Uh, we got the national championship game tonight. We'll we'll talk as much about that as as we can. Moving on, Georgia and uh, TCU will will meet, you know, the dogs tiptoeing into some very impressive history. Can they finish it off tonight? Um, but, you know, as you can imagine, when you've been holding victory formation for 30 hours, you just want to let it out for four straight, and you're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, we're back with a football fix. You know, during a football game, a football team, a coach has lots of insurance policies. One thing's not working. Let's hope something else is. Uh, the defense, the ultimate insurance policy for the Jags the other night. Boy, they came through in the clutch. The big defensive touchdown, two minutes to go, uh, gives the Jaguars a victory. And, you know, when things go bad for you, you may not have Rayshon Jenkins there for the strip sack, but you got Mandy Bowers and, and her dream team at, at her All-State agency there in Mandarin. Uh, you want There's a lot of football and sports metaphors here I could use but you need a game plan and your game plan matters depending on your personnel if your family changed it's gotten bigger gotten smaller you have you know teenage drivers now are you driving less Uh, have you insured you know things beyond home life business auto all of these are questions that need to be asked you can be saving money and most most importantly you'll protect yourself that's all state agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin who brings us the football fix uh, each and every week. So the Jags will play in prime time on Saturday night. I think it's such a plum uh, assignment. I think it says a lot. Like I said, we got a fresh matchup. I mean, uh, uh, the playoffs are awesome, you know, and all the games will be cool. They won't be fresh like like Herbert and 
and Trevor from from the bank on Saturday night at 8:15. But the rest of the schedule as such, the early game Saturday, Seahawks Niners. Blech, that doesn't do a thing for me. I don't care about it. I feels like it's like mid-November and I'm putting it on red zone at 4.30. But that's what I mean. I mean, people are going to be chomping at the bit to watch Jags Chargers, I think, on Saturday night. That afternoon game on Saturday is gross. The Seahawks are there because the Packers are choking, stinking dogs. What a choke, man. Look, Detroit's got a nice team. They've made great strides. They're 9-8. and eight. Arrow up. I hope they emerge as a playoff team. They're easy to root for and like. But in a situation where they could have controlled their playoff destiny, they went to, to Carolina and lost like 21-3 a couple of weeks ago. The Green Bay Packers, all they got to do is win at home in prime time to go to the postseason, and you can't beat the Lions at home. Lions, by the way, went 5-1 and one in the division. That's why Seattle, though, will play that early game on Saturday. Uh, on Sunday... The Wheel of Fortune lands on the Dolphins. Miami into the postseason. Sunday, 1 o'clock, you'll have Dolphins and Bills. Uh, The Bills beat the Patriots yesterday. That's what has Miami into the postseason. Look, if the Dolphins don't have Tua, then they should just give their spot up to a team that has a chance. But if they go in with that third-string quarterback, the Bills will beat them by 1,000. The Dolphins are... They do not look good, boy. What a... Dull, boring game that was yesterday, but they held on to beat the Jets 9-6 in the last second field goal, and so they get to go to Buffalo. That's the early game on Sunday, 1 o'clock. 4-30 game on Sunday. The Giants and the Vikings, both teams were in the playoffs before the weekend started. Uh, Neither really had much chance to move around seeding-wise, so it's the Vikings as the three, the Giants as the six. The the Sunday night primetime game is a rematch of a game that was played yesterday. It's always weird when these play out like that, but it's Ravens-Bengals. Those two split their regular season meetings, but the Bengals I saw beating them like, I think, five times in a row by double digits at home. And then the Monday nighter, the Bucs are a three-point underdog at home. I mean, if the Cowboys were anything you could count on, you'd say it's going to be a short postseason for Tom Brady, but Dallas is an average football team. I don't know how to explain what they are. They're just average. They came here to Jacksonville. They lost a game. They led by 17 points. They lost at Washington yesterday to a rookie quarterback in a game they needed to win. As it turns out, they didn't really need to win it because the Eagles won, so it wouldn't have mattered. But you don't know that when you play what, in essence, was a pitiful football game against Washington yesterday. So there you go. From uh, Saturday, 4.30, Seahawks-Niners to Monday night, Cowboys-Bucks. With special emphasis here, of course, on another prime time window for the Jags on Saturday night against the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Uh, We believe, how strong is that belief? The Jags don't have the longest odds to win the Super Bowl now that it's been posted, uh, but they're certainly down there. 50 to 1, Vegas says, is the Jaguars' odds to win the Super Bowl to compare that uh, the Chiefs are basically three to one. The Bills are four to one. 49ers are four and a half to one. Eagles are five and a half to one. Bengals are eight to one. Everyone else is in double digits. But the Jags way down at 50 to one. Uh, just beneath the Ravens, 35 to one. I got to be honest, I think the Jags have a better chance of going to the Super Bowl than, well, winning the Super Bowl than the Ravens, whatever. Seattle's also 50 to one. Dolphins and Giants both 60 to one. Um, when the playoffs get started coming up this weekend. 
um, you know, we talked about some of the dumb coaching and, I don't know, organizational decision-making this weekend. And we saw some with with the Chargers uh, coach Staley yesterday. You're just, you're just, you deserve what you get. You're a moron. People say, well, the Jags played, guys. Yeah, the Jags don't have two stars that have missed half the season with injury issues that they brought back for a meaningless game, but uh, both Joey Bosa and Mike Williams banged up yesterday. The Chargers say they'll be fine. That's what you say when you're cya and because your coach is so stupid that he puts important players out there to be injured. But nothing tops the Houston Texans. You are the dumbest team in all of sports. You got one job. Lovey Smith stuck it to him on his way out. Got fired after the game. It's it's a fireable offense. I get it when coaches stand up and explain, what are you going to tell these guys not to blah, blah, blah. No, just going to make sure that you don't. And, and the Texans blew the top pick. Now you say, well, that's no big deal. The Bears aren't going to take a quarterback. No, but they're going to trade for a team that will. And so now this is the Jets winning and getting stuck with Zach Wilson. That's what this is. Now, the other side of that is that, you know, C.J. Stroud may be close enough that it, it won't end up killing him like the Trevor um, situation is killing the Jets. But, man, just dumb to win that game at Indy. Indy's terrible. God, Jeff Saturday, what a joke that was. It's play, he's made a joke of it every week. And yesterday they gave up a fourth and 20, 30-yard touchdown pass. In the waiting seconds. I mean, oof. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers and Manor and Home Life, Business Auto, and so much more. You can trust Mandy and her team uh, for the assurance you need when something goes wrong. Hick and Arrival and more come your way next. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. What you gon' do? Hey, you, what you gon' do? 49ers, what you gon' do? Ravens, tell me what you gon' do? Jets, what you gon' do? Steelers, what you gon' do? Cowboys, what you gon' do? When the Jacks come with you? Falcons, what you gon' do? Browns, you know it! The Jacks coming with you! My name is Big Bo. Yeah, we did that one. I wish that was still in there. Dang it. <laughs> we did a great parody when we put Big Bo into the, into the into Drew the is my best friend. Yeah. I protect him then again. It might be in there somewhere. I don't know. Well, Uh-oh! He would appreciate it. Uh-oh is right. That Here was, come the Jags! Now, for you, those of you who don't know, because it's been a long time now, you almost need to reset. This is a little rap that the team thought it'd be a good idea to put together before they played the Titans in the 99 AFC Championship game. So you're hearing all the players there singing and rap, and then they went and laid an egg and choked. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah. I can do without the... Woo! What a night. You bet. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. Ready for primetime players. We're going to put us right back in Let's Saturday Let's go again. Line. We'll buster the energy. That was a late night. Us old folks, you know, maybe uh, struggle with it a little bit more, but that, it, it was rocking like I have not seen it. <laughs> it was, I would say. Can you think of a regular season game that matched it? Regular? No. I well, can't. maybe Atlanta. Uh, I yeah. would say it was a top five atmosphere all time. Really, to me, the only two that 
trumpet are the 99 playoff games. Yeah. The the I, I'll never forget the Dolphin game. Yeah. It was just, but now the difference was I was on the field then doing radio. So, but it was lit. I mean, and <laughs> it's just something like you'd never seen before, even in the first few years. Even yeah. and then and then the following week against Tennessee for a good half. It was great. <laughs> All you need to know about light, uh, but it was it was it was better than seventeen. The lights do something different under the lights. Yeah. It's different. Yes, there's a there's definitely sure. a yeah. buzz, and there's also a buzz from the human beings who've had all day yeah. to have a good time. And, and, and by the way, there were. And I also, no, by the way, I didn't know this, but apparently I had a buzz as well walking through the bud zone the, the rumor, because the SS dub flows freely in there. Rumor has it. Yeah. My man Dan Smoking Hickey the made weed, it. Are they? My man Dan Hickey made it to the buzz zone. They say he was looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I call it the buzz zone is what I call it. I, yeah. I, uh, but yeah, no, I, I went from, I was over with my family for a while because you got to go in there and, and, it's yeah, awesome. Sure. I mean, it's it's in the it's spot. And the best part, really, I mean, again, and God bless my man Joe Dirt with the anthem. That was Duval through and through. Right, he was awesome. I liked it. I did too. I had a couple of complainers, but I was there. I, I thought it was awesome. It's always going to be a yeah. complainer. It's almost rave review. So to I think, me, I, I, by the to way, me, I'd bring him back. I would too. Let's do it again Saturday. We got a good luck charm. And to we'll me, you. that that's that's. Who we are. Duval was on display, baby. Uh-huh. Just be proud and loud. It was on display Saturday night, and it was great. And so everybody was coming together. That guy was awesome. Shout out to him. I think he's from Middleburg, he by is, the way. Yeah, sure. Of course he is. And he, Yeah, of course he is. And he was terrific. <laughs> you think he's from Avondale? No, I don't think he's from Avondale. And so, but I, my wife shot video of my younger son. He's a senior now. And I mean, it was like... He couldn't believe that, like he had his he had hands on the head. Surrender like, Cobra. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, oh my god, when they scored, because he thought it was going to get called back. I did like too. many we of us, we all did. It looked like he threw it ten yards <laughs> forward. Next thing you know, that's confirmed touch. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, go kick Yay! it, kick it out. Come on, defense. Don't one look more. at it again. Kick it. <laughs> and they did. They confirmed it quick. We were sitting next to each other when that play happened. It's like what? That was a stunner. And then the end of the game, just the the raw emotion of screaming and yelling and. You know, and everybody would, you know, so many folks, not everybody, but so many folks were there uh, just just uh, having a good time and, and, and enjoying it. Um, Ox told me a funny story yesterday. He said uh, he went to the game and he said they made him take, he said, I got a kick out of this. He goes, you know, I couldn't bring my red man in, you know, tobacco free. Mm-hmm. And he walks in and. And and the weed is flowing right from yeah. somebody's fired up. Right. <laughs> Something seems wrong there, right? <laughs> but it was uh, it was great. It was a great environment. It was as it just when it you was get just to, great. When, I don't know what else to say. It. When you get to the playoffs and you make a football game an event, it just adds to the electricity. You know, I stopped at. Um, uh, buddies, mm-hmm. uh, we stayed downtown, which is by the way, it's smooth. I wish I could afford to do that every week. I this week, but. Um, uh, but we went to, uh, we got a buddy who's got like a loft, condo loft downtown. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was him. It was about three couples. But then his, he has kids like our kids' age. Mm-hmm. And then their friends were there. And there were sort of like 12, you know, mid-20-somethings that were there pregame. Uh, of which about two or three actually go to games in the season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's how you build a fan. That's how you get people interested <laughs> who don't normally go yeah. in the next year. We got... You know, the, don't mess up this beautiful new stadium that we need and want. And we got a quarterback and a coach, and it's just— uh, it, Well, you couldn't have any more fun 
than what we had Saturday night. And by the way, it looked grim. I mean, I You're think right. there was 250 no. left when that felt they were gonna scoop lose. and score happened. I, did. I felt like and, they were going to lose. You know, kudos to Tennessee. And, and, and listen, it's like I said this after the game on television. God smiled on the Jags, man. That yeah. was Tennessee did everything, seemingly almost everything they could to win that game. I feel again, it just correlates with it's so 96 ish, you know, and, and I feel like now the pressure's off. They play free against the Chargers. They can beat the Chargers. They already beat them once. They beat, beat them badly. It wasn't the same Chargers team, but they can beat those guys. And, and <clears throat> so I think we have the coaching advantage. And, and I, uh, uh, yeah, I look forward to I can't wait for Saturday night again. I, I wish it was here. I'm, Evan Ingram said last night on the TV show or last week on the TV show. He didn't care about the short red, the five versus eight. He goes, ah, go right now. I, I, I Let's play now. It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> so, uh, and listen, it's a, it's a, dare I say, a modicum of respect coming our way with a little prime timer. Uh, I thought that might be the case when you got these divisional rematches. I'm not a big fan of the divisional rematches in the playoffs, Pross, because but almost everybody's already played everybody. As you go to 17 and 18 games, you're going to have more and more rematches and in the Jags Chargers is a rematch, but it's not a divisional rematch. Like if you're Baltimore, I guess you take from it. Hey, we played hard. We were in the game with a, with a backup rookie quarterback. And so we can beat these guys if Lamar comes back. So maybe they think that the dolphins play Buffalo tough twice. That's obviously all hinges on Tua coming back. But I would think that, you know, I mean, gosh, if we can get if we can get chalk and get a trip to Kansas City out of this, my goodness, Trevor! You know how many yards of offense the Jags had in the fourth quarter? Right, yeah, like Three. one. Yeah, it was well, like nothing. Well, it's like and, never. And by the way, they scored ten points with that one yard. Yeah, well, the, the defense did. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you want to talk to me and we Russ, should, we they were horrible. Yeah. If we talk about the game, yeah. the Jags' offense was horrible. They had like two hundred and twenty yeah. yards. Yeah. Uh, uh, they Peterson, hit some plays. But Peterson, not I, I didn't think had a great game call that night. I, I didn't think he was totally on. Um, but I will say this, the special teams came into play. Agnew had 158 return yards on Saturday night and, uh, including one that got him to the well, 50 that led to their first touchdown drive, which was just a 50 yard drive. Thanks to Jamal. And he was aggressive, man. He was bringing the ball out of the end zone. He knew he could hit one and he hit, he hit a couple. He had, like I said, 158 Logan cook and Riley Patterson did their jobs. It, real estate was precious that night. And the Jag special teams helped us with the real estate. Big yeah. Time. Now to, to. You know, to Peterson's, I don't know, credit. Yeah. Trevor left two touchdowns on the table. He did. The and, one to Zay Jones' special. Now, the other, that's you got to squeeze that in and hope You should go happens. look. I, I, we were looking uh, the other day, yesterday, obviously. <laughs> it's only Saturday night. It, it feels a few days. Yeah. I, I was looking at the Zay Jones touchdown, okay? And and I'm not making excuses. Trevor knew. Troy Aikman Zay said Zay Jones that, the one that he missed, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah non-touchdown. Yeah. Yes, the non-touchdown. And there was like... Six bodies. So Trevor rolls to his left, and like right around the goal line, there's like six bodies. You can't see Zay Jones. Now he breaks free as Trevor throws, so he's got to hit it, but I'm sure he might have been thinking, you know, one well, that thing was that Anthony Richardson last play at Vandy. That yeah. ball wasn't getting caught by anyone. No. And the yeah. one thing I think that Trevor is thinking too is Don't uh, turn it over. Yeah. So and and he, again, because he hasn't. That's a fair point. Yeah. Because we say, you know, we say that you cannot do that. Yeah. And he can't. So at the end of the year, though, Think about this. Mm-hmm. In a division that's not getting any better, it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's getting worse. The division is worse now than it was when the season started, for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. The Jags scored 404 points this year. Yeah. No one else in the division got to 300. Oof. 
And we talked about keys to the game. The only way Tennessee wins is if Derrick Henry has a big game and they win the turnover battle. Well, Jags won the turnover battle. Mm. They have Derrick Henry's had games with less yards. The Jags defense has never nutted up and punched Derrick Henry in the mouth Man. like they did Saturday night. The number of times they met that cat behind the line of scrimmage, half his carry. So, yeah, he had 109. He ran it 30 times. Yeah. They yeah. punished him. I, I got to say, too, man, I love that kid. He's And I'm glad we, we got him. He is a, he is a man. God, oh, that's a, for sure. Just, he is, yeah, GAM. I mean, the, fact that, <laughs> the fact that that guy had 109 yards, because you're right. I mean, we hit him and hit him and hit him and hit he him never had a long and run. hit him, and he kept getting up yeah. and getting up and getting up. I mean, he is a man. You dude. see his offseason workouts? Oh yeah, oh, I know. God. I know I what he does. I think his longest run was like eight, nine yards. Yeah, we had the one call back, right, but there well, was a hole that yeah, led well, that to it. That doesn't count. So. They cheated. Yeah, so he had like a, it was like a forty yarder, but yeah, he uh, it was it was it was a tough. I mean, that's a tough part of it. The, Jags play, the defense is playing. Great. Lights out. Now so I have much to better. play like now, that. The next, ha, they've kind of shifted yeah. from strict three four to some four three principles, if not flat out four three, haven't they? Say again now. They've shifted from that three four to strictly to well, some kind of depends. four three principles. I mean, that's something to ask Tony about. It just, yeah. yeah. I mean, that D line is holding up. I mean, we're getting like Corey Peters didn't have a lot of stats the other day, but man, he did a good job on the interior. Of well, that had a big line. noticeable thump on on yeah. Henry on one play. They had so, a few. Those guys play. Yamuma had a bad <laughs> missed tackle, but other than that, I thought he played well. I, those guys are listen. All the Rayshon Jenkins is the hero yeah. of the defense. I mean, he's had he's two game changers. Sure. He won us two games. Yeah. yeah, Rayshon Jenkins won the Jags two games. But this to year. your point, it felt like we finally got smiled on because I do know this: that if 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 it had been Trevor Lawrence on that exact same play, we would be screaming bloody murder till today. Oh my God! Because it. That was the opposite of Miles Jack, wasn't that? Yeah. Now the the one point they made, I rewatched. <laughs> they didn't blow the whistle. Thank God. Well, not they just, blow the whistle. We're screwed. Not just that. I rewatched. Well, we probably kick it and tie and go to OT. Yeah, but I rewatched the game or the fourth quarter, especially yesterday morning. Uh huh. And what well, we don't hear while they're redoing it, but the official that they have in to talk about the play, uh -huh. the key to that play and why it was a fumble was at the very beginning when he hit at him. The ball turned sideways in his hand, and that says he's lost control of the ball. I get it. So. You can throw a ball yeah. without having control of the ball. So, at that point, it just becomes more of a bat forward, which I also don't buy because if that was the case, why didn't you throw a penalty? You're not allowed to legally bat a ball either. But we finally got one to break our way. Uh, good for the Jags for finishing it out, not yeah. being unlike that, that Seattle uh, safety. Did you see that play? Now, they they won a game. It didn't matter. But this, this IME digs, Quandre digs. Intercepts oh, Baker the wave. and just what runs out of bounds. Yeah, I thought so too. You got forty yards in front of yeah. you. Give me first, Dodo. I thought so too. I, you know, when I saw that, I was like, "What?" I think he, he thought he gonna... won the game. I think. Like, oh, he thought the game I was don't over. Know. I don't. That was. I. I, I would have just chewed him a new one though. Yeah. What are you doing? Seattle's weird. Like you know, and and they got a huge break. That ref looked right at DK Metcalf when he shoved his fingers in Jalen Ramsey and then hit him with his helmet and headbutted him. Yeah, and I know Jalen flopped on it, but I don't care. That's a penalty, man. You can't yeah, put your can't fingers in a face mask of another player. They should have been offsetting on that one. I was only disappointed yeah. that, that gloves didn't meet eyeballs. That's what I took out of that. <laughs> I was really rooting for two digits to go about four centimeters Jaylen, into, the, into the socket. Jalen closed out the campaign with a – with a, a, with a performance, yeah, he, yeah, he was yesterday. he was pretty good, did, yeah. and, and and they were good players. And that too. was close. Listen, that was a 
That's a tough penalty on Ramsey at the end there because he, he was standing out of bounds, but Gino ran right into him. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought, no, Jag, I, I, there, there are no complaints or criticism how Jalen Ramsey played yesterday, yeah. especially with the team having no right. shot of anything. So, yeah. I give him credit that way. Uh, the 17-game schedule in the 18 weeks, it now it turns out it's actually worse when it comes to competitive football. Because now teams will rest guys two weeks if they need to. And they, Man, it's just these throwaway games at the end of the well, year. I don't the know what the solution here's is. Here's the problem. It, it, it's greed. Is kill, it's not killing it. it obviously, we're all going to be jacked. We'll all be there. They played 17. They're going to go to 18. But you've got critical games where you've got Joe Flacco against... Uh, A ton of them yesterday. What was my man's name? In, Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson. And you've got... Just go down, uh, David Blau taking a bunch on. of them. I mean, where? I yeah. mean, these guys. What do you do about it? Bl- God bless them, but I mean, yeah. Well, you, you, there's nothing. It's a, it's yeah. a battle of attrition, yeah. man. And so, by the way, uh, I like Ron Rivera. I know he's been through a lot. I'd fire him before the day was over. I would move in another direction. Ron Rivera has mangled the Washington football team this year. If you ask me, well, I should have played Sam Howell. Well, I'm not. But Sam Howell's good. Yeah. And the quarterbacks that he's been running out as bad as they are, it makes me wonder if you should have Heineke, seen him. Heineke wasn't bad. Heineke got him back into Heineke it. Heineke was terrible, Dan. Oh no, 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 no. His numbers Heineke, were terrible. Heineke got them back. He was winning games though, so they got back into the into the hunt with Heineke. I don't. I, I, but by listen, the time they Jared Stidham was awesome one yeah. game too, and then by the came time, back to earth a little by bit. By the time they benched. Heineke, he had uh, two or three bad ones in a row, and when they won, he had bad numbers. They were just winning, playing yeah. winning football. Now, going to Wentz, to your point, probably isn't the solution. I, more than anything, it's just the way they played, the fact that he had no idea they were eliminated when they were. There's a lot of things going on. The beautiful thing today is, and as we go through the week is we don't have to dive into draft talk. We don't have to say the balls are put up. We don't we, even know who the opponents are four, next year. We don't care. We know, but we haven't talked yeah, about there's it. Four, yeah, we don't have to break down next year's schedule. There's 14 teams left. The Jags are one of them. So more than half the league is gone. I mean, it's just a joyous time. But with the good, there is some bad. What do you now, got? I was talking to Jeff about this this morning. Damn you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're the negative guy. No, you jump true. on me. Yeah. Yeah. But listen to this, though. <laughs> no. I, I got to credit. Jeff is the ver- very first person I say, heard say that this is our division for at least the next decade. Yes. But you know where that comes from? Yeah, we with? won the division earlier. What? Yeah. No, no more Prosserance on Monday morning. I've had a few through the years, sick. And that, uh, people wake up they just to hear on that, that, wall, that rant, Yeah. So we're like going we're gonna to lose that for a long time. We are, yeah. yeah. I'll find something to rant about, <laughs> but... Yeah, just the overall. Don't worry. Don't worry. Mike White will stay in Georgia for a few years. <laughs> no, that that doesn't come anywhere near equaling some of the six a.m. Monday mornings. Yeah, boy. I don't know if you yeah. know this, Dan, that's, but we started six. Yeah, that's Jeff, minor league. Jeff, oh no, no, no. Jeff does something called Mike, crossover. Mike, yeah. Mike White's a uh, that's a minor <laughs> league. Don't worry. To these, he still roots for Atlanta sports teams. The we'll one. be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. He'll find he'll find through something the, through the foot. The point being though, through the football season, we're past just the yeah. constant criticism of a team that can't well, let's, get out of the way. And, amen. You know, when, when and I, I, th- I do think people, you know, they do enjoy the the, the the spectacular too of of Saturday night. So again, we're gonna get two weeks of that. It, uh, it's, it's maybe three. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, we we'll maybe won't be at home the next one, but it very well might be at Kansas City at eight fifteen next Saturday night. Oh, yeah, we. Oh, and by the way, in a weird world, we could host uh, a, one more playoff we game could. after this. Yeah, it's going to take some, it's gonna take really some upsets weird by some world. bad teams. So. Yeah. Doubtful, but The possible. Dolphins have advanced to the conference well, championship. And there's, there's certainly some sober. They're coming to Jacksonville, who just knocked off the Chiefs. <laughs> there are some sobering realities of where we are now versus what we just came through. And the last three were Zach Wilson, Davis Mills. Yeah. 
and Josh Dobbs. The yeah. next three will be Justin Herbert, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, and yeah. Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. So One at a time. One at sure. a time. Justin Herbert first. All right, let's crank it up. We'll keep it rolling. Uh, boy, it's a good, good Monday. Ten-minute drill is next. Um, breakfast with Vaselli at 8. Oh. We have uh, held victory formation for going on 33 hours now. We're going to stretch it out here over the course of the mm. next three. You're listening to The Drill. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. Hit it. All right, got some sports concepts and rationalizations going your way. It was uh, an interesting day in the National Football League. I talked in downtime about Lovey Smith. I love that, man. I think he knew he was dead in, dead in the water. I saw that McNair guy stomping on the sidelines. But they're not any good, so even if he was trying to win, it's still funny that they did. I yeah. Mean, it speaks to how bad Indianapolis is and what a joke their owner made of the sport putting Jeff Saturday into head coach. I, he did I, win one game. I don't care. They lost all the rest. He should be... He should be suspended by the NFL. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. You shouldn't be allowed to take an NFL team and throw some guy in as the coach. Here's all you need to know. The Houston Texans have the second best winning streak in the AFC South. The Titans and Colts both lost seven straight to end the season. Wow. The Texans won one. And, of course, the Jags, who lost five earlier in the year, won five to end the season to go nine and eight. You are winners, Jacksonville Jaguars. So, uh, But Kansas City gets the number one seed. They, were, they took care of Vegas on Saturday. Uh, Bill's, you know, really emotional moments yesterday against New England. A lot of, you know, Patriots let two kickoff returns go back for touchdowns, man. Yeah, Bill Belichick, 8-9. and nine, Haven't won a playoff game since Brady left. Uh, it's tough. You know, it's the NFL. It's, it's, it ain't easy. Dolphins are limping in. I, had, I thought this too, Pross. The two seven seeds I wish would get, seed... They're not the seventh best team in that in those conferences. In other words, I'd much rather see the Detroit Lions going to San Francisco than Seattle going to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. But Seattle it is, it would, is. Yeah. I know it's the way it goes, and yeah. I get it. And maybe they'll play a good game. I don't know, but I I, I just don't think I don't think Seattle's worth a darn. Uh, I like I like watching Detroit. They kudos to Dan Campbell, the kneecap biter. He was yeah. terrific. The Lions played played tough football and uh, and were able to knock and, off and, Green Bay. And then Miami, you know, I don't. I, you know, I don't think they're the I don't think they're the seventh best team either. The the Steelers missed the playoffs at nine and eight, and the uh, Patriots missed the playoffs at eight and nine. So I think both those teams are, are better than Miami right now, personally. But it is what it is, no, and yeah. if you make it, you make it. It's yeah. a, that's why it is. It's a year long. I think what's thing. I think what's most disappointing about the postseason as it sets up right now to me is, well, in some ways, it's good. We got the freshest, coolest matchup. It's not surprising we're in primetime. They could have put it on Sunday night. We got the best game. Oh, yeah. We got two teams that are young quarterbacks that are, that are good football teams. They're going to be apart moving forward. I mean, Buffalo-Miami, snooze. I don't know how they work. Cincinnati-Baltimore, snooze. I don't Seattle, know if they get I mean, the uh, division games. Yeah, I don't know if they get yeah. the networks on the phone and, and kind of like take bids or ha- not, not financial bids, but hey, you know what? But I, I, I wonder if, and this is just me spitballing, I wonder if Tampa-Dallas, which would have been the most wanted game, Brady versus Dallas. Um, Boy. Uh, I wonder if they gave that to Monday night as sort of a make good for what happened with, you know, Buffalo-Cincinnati. I mean, here's Buffalo-Cincinnati. It's the, it's the marquee game of the year for Monday night football. And Aikman and Buck give that a little more clout. And they lose that game, obviously, due to the, you know, I, the I, Hamilton situation. So I just wonder if... They said, "All right, we'll get. We're going to give you guys this Monday." Does it do anything for you that game? No, it's not why? that good, but it'll still be. Te- it'll be tremendously watched. Yeah, I wonder why. Because it's Brady against Cowboys. Yeah. But Brady's not Brady, right? They're eight. He's eight and nine. Brady. Yeah. 
I don't know how many. I'm sure it's happened. I don't know how many times. I mean, the Dolphins have only been to the playoffs twice in the last 20 years, but not often that Jacksonville, Tampa, and Miami, all three Florida teams are in. No, it hadn't happened since, I think, 99. Well, the, I'm saying probably would have been 99 because the Bucks were good there yeah. then and with Dungy, I believe, still, and, and the Jags beat the Dolphins that year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all three. We also have the best record in the South, and not just the AFC South. The mm-hmm. Bucks won the division at 8-9. and nine. Yeah. All three teams finished the game behind them. Those two teams deserve each other. You want to talk about two teams that it's hard to believe in, the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Dallas, um, I mean, the only the only thing that separates them from a choking horse like Green Bay is that they're in already. But Dallas, that's just... No, they're 12-5. and five. That separates yeah. them. they got the third-best point differential in the NFL. Yeah. That separates well, them. Well... They came to Jacksonville and had a 17-point lead. They lost. Yeah. They played a terrible Washington team on the yeah. eve of the playoffs, a game they needed to win, yeah. and they didn't show up. Yeah. So Dallas has no chance of going to the Super Bowl. Do they need to they, win that game? I don't know if they need to win. They need to not suck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wa- Washington can't beat anyone for yeah. a month. Yeah. Dallas needed to win the game. Shocked this Friday five-pack picker. Don't, don't get me wrong. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? No, I, I, I would say, and it's hard to say this in the NFL, especially with a team that's got the – Maybe Cachet is the Dallas Cowboys. There's no part of me that thinks they even have a sliver of a fraction of a prayer of a chance of being the Super Bowl team. Well, if you say that, then to me, <clears throat> I think there are four teams with a chance to be in the Super Bowl. But I, I still will, I will maintain, I'll continue to say, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Uh, because they you look don't like, put them in the four? Yeah. Okay. They look like they're the best. They yeah. look like they're the best team in the NFC. So you don't put the Vikings in there then? I don't think so. Because of the four, you're going Eagles. Are yeah. you just taking? Well, there's going to be more I think than four. The, I don't think, you think all three of the AFC yeah. heavyweights and the 49ers. Oh, that's it. Just they're all those are the four. four I think. Yeah, I, will, I will put the Eagles in there if 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 Hurts is healthy because of yeah. what they've done all he didn't year. Look healthy yesterday. Well, no, but he's got two weeks now too. That's true. He just played a little bit and he'd already missed three or four weeks. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. It's a, it's a but but yeah the you know and again, but anything could happen if we're going to get dream. into the tournament. And by the way, home in a way, man. Oh man, it, it it's it's. Really 50-50 the last few years. If we're going to dare to dream this weekend, then let's just dare to dream that the Dolphins upset the Bills and the Ravens upset the Bengals because oh, then, sure. we, then we will have a home game the next week. Well, not the next week, but... Yeah. Yes, we will. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we, we have would, a home yeah. game. Yeah, we'll host Because uh, Kansas City would host the lower seed That's and right. we would host... Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, crazier things have happened. That... Well, Miami's crazy. played Buffalo tough. Again, it yeah. all hinges on the quarterbacks. They Lamar like and Tua, Tua has no play. chance to play. Which, for the life of me, even medically, I do not understand one bit. I mean, are you healthy to play or you're not? It almost feels like Tua's going to be healthy and they're not going to play him anyway. Yeah, I don't know. He's, I mean, uh, I think Doc Murphy said on our program he wouldn't be shocked if Tua took a year off. They're terrible without him. They're a terrible, because Teddy Bridgewater stinks. I got no chance. I mean, just big time stinks. I don't know if he's any better than Thompson. They got no chance, but they saved their season, and at least they say they qualify for the playoffs because they were eight and three and reeling. You could tell me the last time this happened, but this I'll, I'll even uh, throw this under the context of a dailies double take. I did a double take on this one. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by the dailies dash. I got the boss coming in tomorrow. You're welcome. Well, and I don't mean wonderful. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean the sandwich. Oh. Um, I don't recall this happening. Maybe it has. The stadium capacity is sixty six thousand. The announced attendance on Saturday, seventy thousand. Tell Ticket, me the last tickets time. distributed seventy thousand fifty. Tell they, me the they last time we moment. had more, more fans. Probably in the nineties. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we've ever exceeded yeah. capacity. That's a college game play. Yeah, right. Well, it was, and as, it felt it. Yeah, it was a college atmosphere. It yeah. was as good as it could be. It was, 
it was. I mean, Trevor Lawrence said it was an unbelievable atmosphere after the game. He said it hadn't been any, anything like that. So, I mean, it was – and it'll be like that again Saturday night, man. I can't wait. Yeah, there are guys – I mean, because I think a lot of the folks who went this Saturday had such a fun time, they turned around and bought tickets for – I mean, I, there aren't many tickets left already, I think, for – I don't think, from what I saw uh, yesterday for this Saturday's game. And so – and they're, you know, right. I think right now they're like 200 in the upper deck. I haven't, I haven't checked today, but I would say probably 200 in the upper deck. Playoff tickets are always a little bit more expensive. You know, we opted, you opt in at the beginning of the year. We opted in and then we bought, I think we bought six because they're going to go with some friends and such. And it's going to be great. I can't, it's. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, so, gonna... it's so uniting for all of us. I mean, it's great. It, it, I'm going to re-rack. The weekend that I just had outside of the downtown stay, but I'm gonna re- I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna go out early. I'm gonna hit the, hit the tailgates and mm-hmm. hopefully watch the Jaguars pull out another victory. Yeah, and they got every opportunity to do it for sure. They're, they got every, you they could should. argue they're better than the, the. Listen, here's another thing too. This has also happened somehow this season. Not only are the Jags the fourth team, guess what, Dan? They're the fourth best team in the conference. Well, the Jags scored more points than the Chargers. The Jags gave up gave up less points than the Chargers. The Jags have a bigger point differential than the Chargers. Yeah. The Jags beat the Chargers. Uh, you, you know, so they're better than the Chargers. And really, again, I think all the pressure's on them. It's yeah. not on. It's not on Jacksonville. Well, that Jacksonville ain't supposed around, to be here, man. Right? They got nothing to lose. So, I, I yeah, I. That Chargers coach is such a dullard. He will give us the game one way or the other. Yeah, he's he is not a good. dummy, and he's been dummying it up for. He's lucky that they are in position to come here he because he went for mistakes. two against Arizona like the season was over a month yeah, ago. I know. I don't trust this guy at all. I man. don't either. I don't either. They, you know, I, he wanted to keep momentum going. Brandon so Staley he, is his name. Brandon Staley. He wanted to keep momentum. They had won four in a row going into the game. He wanted to keep momentum going. So to do so, he played his starters and he lost the game anyway. So I don't know what the uh, what the point was. Austin Eckler's a really good football player. Uh, to me, he will be a, that will be a, a a great matchup for the Jaguars. Uh, I'm sure they're going to try to get him the football, especially. I think he caught did he catch 107 balls this year? He did. I mean, he had a a heck of a year. By the way, Trevor's stats are are booked and final and and done. He he was over 4,000 yards, 25 and eight, uh, which is a terrific uh, touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, 66% of his passes also outstanding. Rating one of the big leaps ever 95. from year one to year two. So, um, where he was uh, last year versus where he was this year, top ten in the NFL. Um, so just uh, outstanding. Well, taking a step further, we had a four thousand yard passer, we had a thousand yards receiver mm-hmm. with Christian Kirk, we had a thousand yard rusher with uh, Travis Etienne. I, the boys told me, and I didn't sense this. I didn't about, see this uh, Etienne being injured. Yeah, I, I got a lot know. of people asking me, me and too. stuff, and that. So I missed that, but they say kept like limping around, and I don't know if he got he got they, walloped they early. Yeah, they need him because the backup yeah. running back situation has not not produced anything. Yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said, I feel like we still need to add another like, like you know who I'd love. I bet I tell you who Doug Peterson would love to get in like the third or fourth round if he's there. A little kid from Kansas State. Yeah, yeah, he fits right at Sproles, right yeah. with the. I mean, yeah, Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be he yeah. would be yeah. I. That would kind be of kind of have a little bit of him with Agnew. I, I don't think yeah. I'd like to see him use. I'd like to see him put Agnew in the backfield four times a game. I'd like to see them utilize him even a little more. But I trust that Doug Peterson is pushing yeah. the right buttons and yeah. pulling the right levers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um. But listen, I think 
I think that we have, I don't think that Travis Etienne has gotten his due. The guy ran for 1,135 yards. He missed games. Yeah. He averaged 5.1 yards a carry. Yeah. This guy had as good a year as Jaguar running backs have had historically. He wasn't the full-time starter the entire he, I year. I mean, it's unbelievable. He had a shot at the 1,200-yard club, which only Fred and Mojo yeah, are part of here in Jacksonville. I, has, have we came had, up a little bit short. He's 75 yards short of that, but he had a real good year. Fred and Mojo, as good as they are, did they have a 5.1 yards per carry year? I would say yes, but I don't know. I don't know I'd either. Look, be close. Yeah. All right, that's the uh, ten minute drill. Tell them what they won, Johnny. Oh, they're going to win the fact that we're going to come back and rock and roll with more sports oh, infotainment. That's, that's coming up uh, after the break, right here on a Monday morning edition of the drill. All, All right, right. back here on the drill. Monday morning quarterback divorcementonly dot com. Yes, yeah, so I got two questions here. Right, and I have we a jump into that. All right, uh, have we decided yet? Are we? Are we teal on teal again? Teal out? Are we going blackout? What's the deal? What probably if, comes tomorrow. Have we had a vote? What are we doing? I wouldn't mind a blackout. That'd look pretty bad, eh? Or do you change it up? Do you keep it the same? I mean, those I teals don't. look good at we, night. Yeah, but we can't do everything. Keep the end zones teal, but yeah. we got to black that thing out. All right, well, we'll see. Uh, NFL uh, Twitter says, which AFC Super Wildcard matchup are you most excited for? 44,577 votes. Uh, Chargers Jags, 41%. Dolphins, Bills, 30. Ravens, Bengals, 28%. That's good, and that's the rest of the country. That they're, tells they're you. They're recognizing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, our one-to-one financial poll question of the day is simple. Now that we are AFC South champs, how far do the Jags go in the postseason? Wild card weekend, divisional round, conference championship, or Super Bowl? 1,100 votes, uh, hour left at Dan one. Hickett if you'd like to vote. All right, I think that, I mean, this time of year you get so many people now engaged that, right, uh, you know, uh, so I bet you Super Bowl has way too many votes. But (laughs) I think the right answer is divisional round. I mean, you got the Chiefs waiting on you there. Divisional round, 47.5. Super Bowl, 28%. Conference championship, (laughs) 14.2. Wildcard weekend, 10.3. A quarter of the respondents think we're going to the Super Bowl. I love it. that? We're going to the Super Bowl. And we're going to win now, what happened? Did you roll a golf cart or something on Saturday morning? Oh, uh, so. Structure property. <laughs> so I was transporting my golf cart downtown. Okay. Because I needed some wheels. <laughs> and as we were crossing the bridge, the straps popped literally on the bridge. It popped. So the golf cart went flying. <laughs> oh, oh, my. It was bad. Nobody got hurt. Thank God. Thank God. No cars were hit. It was a single cart accident. Single all, cart. All was well because I still was able to whip it around in the golf cart, and I still had my scooter. I hit up a whole bunch of tailgates down there, a whole bunch of them. Oh, I'm sure you did. Were oh, you I've still standing video. late? Oh, come on, man. 3 yeah. o'clock. 3 o'clock. All 3 right. a.m., baby. Right. Come on, man. All right. Well, well I was, it was just it was, it was, it was just it was a glorious night. It was so much fun. I had a great time. Looking forward to it again uh, coming up this weekend. All right. I have a, a pop quiz. Right. Now that the Jags have uh, reentered, you know, the playoff conversation. It'll be their fourth trip since the century came upon us back in 2000. Yes. Uh, I need to know this. Yes. I got a variety. It's like, this isn't like a category where you're going to rattle right. them off. I'm just, right. It's a pop quiz. going to be like, you know, five, Fine. six questions. I like it. So, uh, first of all, I'll ask you guys, how many times in their history have the Jags gone one and done in the postseason? All right. One and done. Let's see. They've been, okay, 05 and 07, they were one and done. One and done. You know, um, 99, they weren't one and done. I think, okay, they beat the they beat the Patriots at home. And 96, they were not one and done. Either 97, there was one, I think it's three times. Because I think there was one one and done in the 90s. 
Is that correct? Three You're times. Three. Yeah. The answer is a two. Damn it. It's only twice. twice. <laughs> Point being, this is a football team that yeah. they haven't made a ton, but they usually win a game. Yeah. You 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 uh, you stole a victory from them in 2007. They went and won at Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, they went oh at, yeah, so they did lose one in the one and done in the 90s and one and done. The one and done in the in the 2000s was, I was thinking of New England beating us. Yeah, and but then yeah. and then they had a one and done in 97 against the Broncos. The year after they beat the Broncos, they went back to Denver, lost 42-17. Mm-hmm. So that was their one. Point being, you better watch it, Chargers. The Jags at seven and seven have a far better postseason record than the Chargers do. Can you tell me what team the Jags have played the most often in the postseason and how many it's been? Well, they've played New England. In 05 and 07 and 96, so that's three times they played Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh only a 17. Who do we play in 17? Pittsburgh. Oh, we play New, New England, England again. Uh, it's New uh-huh. England. It's New England four and you, times. Yeah, okay. and you, no, you yeah. left one out. Five times? Five times we played yeah. New England. Uh, we lost to the Patriots in the 96 championship game. Oh, yeah. We beat them in 90. We beat them in the 98 wild card. Yeah. Pete Carroll was the coach yeah. then. Freddie had a big game that day. We lost to him in the 05 wild card. Yeah. Then lost we lost to him in the 07 divisional. divisional, and then yeah. we lost to him in the 17 championship yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. So only 14 playoff games. We played Brady and the Bucks five times. So Brady and the Pats. The fact that's what I mean, Brady. So the fact that the Jags are seven and seven and had to play that Joker fight. Well, I guess only three and of those times. In, yeah. yeah, only three of those. Times. Yeah. All right. Um, we played who, Scott Zolak one time. That was the win. Imagine that. <laughs> Brady had a big day that day. What? What? Um, have we played uh, – what other team uh-huh. or teams, if it were, uh-huh. have we played the second most times? Well, let's see. It might be uh, – Pittsburgh's up there. Uh, let's see. In 17, we played Buffalo, uh-huh. Pittsburgh, and New England. We played uh, New England – we played Pittsburgh and, – and, so Pittsburgh twice. Uh, Buffalo oh, twice. Oh, Buffalo might be there, yeah. Um – uh, not Denver. Denver twice. There you go. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. any further. The point being, the Jacks haven't had much variety. Right. They played They played the Patriots five times. Yeah. They played Denver, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh each two. Yeah. Of your 14 games, there's 11. 11 of them. Yeah. We played what? the Jets once, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Jets uh, at the Jets yeah, lost, lost that, that year. Game. Yep. All right, one last question, and okay. then we'll step aside. We got breakfast with Baselli coming up any second. The text is going to come. Are, Are we, we doing, doing this? Today? Are we doing? What is the Jaguars' record in home playoff games? Jaguars in home playoff games. Have, well, they we... had, have the Jaguars had a home playoff game that wasn't the Titans' loss in '99? Yeah, the Dolphins. The Dolphins they beat, and we beat great. the Patriots here. Correct. It's two and one then. Um. And the Bills in 17. Point being, yeah. Jags have th- only played four of their 14 at home. Three and one. And three and one. Imagine that, though. To be seven and seven, you've played 11 of those, or uh, 10 of those jokers on the road. Mm. Uh, what I'm trying to say here is this all points towards a Chargers shellacking Saturday night oh. in the bank. We're awesome at home. We have a winning record in the postseason compared to most. Come on down here, the Los, the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles, and charger it up for us with the dumbest by IQ head coach in NFL history with, with your boy Brandon Staley. That boy dumb. Tony Baselli next. Hopefully he goes for it. Baselli. By the way, we have the best fourth down defense in the NFL this year. Hopefully Staley decides to go for it a lot on on Saturday uh, night. Trevor also, by the way, I think ended with the lowest interception percentage in the league. 
Beautiful. Interception by by total passes thrown and what a rapid departure that is from the first, you know, six, seven games of the season as well. You're listening to The Drill, Breakfast of Vaselli, next. Oh, you know him, you love him. He's number 71 in your program. He's number one in your heart. He's PFHOF number 355. He's Don Anthony Baselli Jr. He's a we radio. had a meeting of the minds. You know, we do so much here every Monday with Breakfast of Baselli, but uh, from what I understand and from what E.T. showed me, uh-huh. these two brain trusts met face-to-face for the first time this E.T. Weekend. and Tony Baselli? That's correct, yes. Oh, were they yeah, out at the slab? They were out at the slab. Right? We they were the slabbing the slab. it over there. We was at the slab. Tony, slabbing were you drunk on the radio then? No. Okay. Oh, that's too bad. Checking. You should try it sometime. It works fabulously it for was, me. Mm-hmm. Might have some secondhand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that, that, is, that is a trend. That you ain't is, the only one, friend. That's a, that's a remarkable trend. It's like the the weed smokers now are like, man, I don't care. No one's going to do anything to me. No. Just, uh, any, uh, you smell more weed than you do like other smoke. Like puff, puff, pass. Smoke. Puff, yeah. puff, pass. It was going on uh, in, knock the, yourselves out, in the buzz zone. Knock yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, well, all the <laughs> ones who aren't are apparently unedible. So, I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. The slab, I liked it. The, uh, You're going back this week. The, I'll be back. I'll be back at the slab this week. Nice. Um, kind of, what kind of sponsorship dollars are we getting for that one? Uh, zero. Good. Just, I like it. I like it even more. Man of the man people? Of people. Is that what man it is? Nice. Oh, yeah. they love Big Bo out there at the slab. Oh, sure they do. They oh. love him everywhere. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He kicked this thing off. He started us in the Hall of Fame. Started this special ended year. Ended in the postseason. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the Bold City Brigade. I love. I love our, our fans. Are great. I mean, you know what hit me at that game Saturday was a second hand. You know, <laughs> huh? The second hand. The second hand. Hit you. Hit you. That, yeah. Besides that, yeah. Um, is you know, I got there at four because I didn't want to deal with traffic, and yeah. we haven't had traffic in a long time to deal with. You just like rolling whenever I want. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay, I'm here. Right. Um, so I got there early. And I for people are that it's like it's four hours and fifteen minutes for the game and people are just going at it, just like tailgating. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But it was still not sparse, but it was like good crowd, but not packed. Right. At four. At four thirty, four forty, I I get driven on a golf cart over the slab and I thought I was at like a Jaguar Mardi Gras. Oh I yeah, mean, they were was, going, dude. They went all the way it, up into dark. <laughs> but it was packed. Oh, I'm not yeah. even speaking about like the any activities. I'm just saying the amount of people that were at the tailgate at four forty, you know, four thirty was awesome. And it you know what the great me. thing? There's another great like offshoot of that is we get people in the stands and in their seats for kickoff. I mean, you get that home field advantage right, for right. sixty full, 100%. not, not forty five. Yeah. And when I when I was going back to the stadium, I was just sitting there going. I don't want to hear, and I've been, you know, you guys know this, defending our fans forever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to hear that Jacksonville doesn't have good fans. I just don't. And I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a huge Steelers fan. I'm like, you know, what would happen if for a decade mm-hmm. the Steelers are the worst team in the NFL? You think no one would show up. No one would be there. Right. Right. Any team. That's any team. No, for sure. That's my point. It's yeah. any team. And, like, I like. 70,000 people showed out and were like, in the pack stadium, I, I believe it'll be the same thing this week. And I believe this team wins consistently. It'll be like that every week, you know, uh, on an ongoing basis in that stadium. Maybe not full 70, but you'll have 65. Yeah, it, was, you know. it was a fantastic, it was fantastic atmosphere. And, you know, I liken it to the the 90s playoff games. I mean, the 
The Dolphins game will always be hard to top for me just because it was so electric. It was kind of like one of the it was one of the early ones and and then Tennessee for the half the second. But th- this is a top that was a top five atmosphere all time. How about the, Monday night Miami? Yeah. Well yeah. Monday night Miami and then also Monday night Pittsburgh early on. That was a big oh. one too. Remember that one? Uh but I, mean, the, yeah. I would say this every night game at that stadium when I played yeah. was out of control. Yeah. You know, it's funny you t- it's funny you said tailgate because it made me think. I remember back in 2014, we went up to Philadelphia to open the season. Yep. And we had a uh, a television show early in the morning back then. And so we had to go down there early. And so we went down there like 8 a.m. to gather stuff. And I was blown away. And this is the Northeast. It's different up there. But, I mean, and there's not – it's not beautiful, sunshiny Florida, but – I mean, rows and rows, thousands and thousands of tailgates set up at 8 a.m. tone for the one o'clock kickoff. And that's kind of the, that's when, that's, that was like, whoa, we don't have this in Jacksonville. But we're, but if we do like, yeah, we will get there if we continue to do like we've done. So, yeah, you remember these fans now. I mean, at the, at the slab, we're all, kids when i was playing right now they are like the true like right. diehard the future Jack future fans. of the fan base right that, well then that's what you know philly's had 70 years of right and it's fun and to watch it, go ahead it was just a great yeah it was just a great time it was a great atmosphere and i was just i was happy for the entire organization and the entire city it was yeah. just a good it was just a good moment and it's something we need to build on it's not a one and done and and like last night, I had to fly uh, out of town for work, mm-hmm. um, and I was on the plane. And there's these, you know, about, uh, across the aisle and behind me was uh, two Jaguar fans, mm-hmm. and I was listening as we were deboarding. They were talking to another Jaguar fan, mm-hmm. and these three people flew in for the game, and their original Jag, they were from Jacksonville originally, and and they came back just for the game. And the one guy brought his son, who's in the, uh, the best was, I, I tried to get a picture, was the 67 jersey. Mm-hmm. I don't know whose name was, I didn't recognize his name in the back, but I was going to try to, <laughs> I was going to try to Photoshop Novak's name on it, but I couldn't. <laughs> I don't remember um, anyway, a 67, to be honest with you. That's a, that's, I don't either, that's not a real it, popular it, one. It wasn't a name I recognized, but anyways, he was sitting there, and and we got off, and he st- I started talking about He's from California, flew all the way across the wow. country for the game. I had a guy this morning at with six his, that's flying down from like North Carolina for the game this weekend. No, that's my point. Like, so as uh, winning cures everything yeah, <laughs> in the man. NFL, it just it just cures everything. I've said it many times. I'll say it again. It's like a great gravy. You know, you could have an average piece of meat, and if you put amazing gravy on top of it, you'll eat every bite of it. And winning's that it covers a lot of like it covers a lot of sins, and it wasn't like that. A lot was, of bad meat. <laughs> that was not a great game. No, they didn't play good at all. It no. felt like they were no. going to lose, Tony. No, they didn't play well. They played very well defensively the second half. Holy cow! First right. half they weren't very good defensively. Offense was Off- terrible on Saturday night. It was. It had its moments. I knew we weren't going to be able to run the ball very well. They're really good on the run. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, but we had limited possessions in the first half because that ten-minute drive that the Titans went on, which was yeah, Vrabel coached a beautiful game, he, had a great game a great, plan. He, he's a he's a great he's he a is. great coach. He is he's a, he's a fabulous football coach, and uh, but it was you know it was great. And then offensively, the guys, a little seven in a row. Let's don't put him in the Hall of Fame for the coaching wing. But anyway, I agree. Yeah, 
Um, but in the second half, the offense just could not get it going. And it was – Trevor's struggling a little bit, Tone. I mean, not not to the um, point that it scares you, but this is two or three games no. in a row that he's not in that, that window that we saw him just dominating for four or five weeks. Well, he – it was interesting that because he missed two touchdowns. I mean, here's the other thing. You know, a couple plays – in that first half, different. In, right. It could be cruising. Third quarter, it's more cruising. Um, he made some throws last that night or two nights ago that were unbelievable, like just big-time throws. And then a couple easy ones you expect him to make, like the one that Zay Jones everyone talks about, he just flat missed. Yeah. And then the Christian Kirk got man covers, exactly what you wanted. He underthrew it. Now he was getting pressure and get hit in the face in that one. Yeah. And so you can understand that a little bit he's more. Getting, he's getting but, pressured on the Zay one, too. He really was. He, he, he kind of had to release it a little bit higher, Yeah, but that one he makes all day long. I, mean, I agree. Just, yeah. Hicken had, so, a good, Hicken had a good point. If you look at that from behind, there's about five defenders when he go, between him and Zay Jones, and the oh, last yeah, thing he, he wants to do is throw another one of those end zone interceptions. So I think he just kind of let it get, you know, I'm going to throw this where he jumps up and gets it or no one does kind of deal. He had to put air under it, yeah. no doubt about it. But he, I don't think he realized that he had to, like as the much room as he back, had. Yeah. Back half of the, the uh, yeah. end zone was kind of lobbed in there. But yeah, it was. But he wasn't great. Um, and give the Titans credit defensively; they played really well. Yeah, and they played very well. They had a good game plan, but we won the game. That's all that matters. Nothing with Trevor with Tone that makes you nervous going forward. He's, I mean, he's not. I wouldn't say slumping. Right, that's not where he is. He's not. But just the last two or three games, that that offense and that passing game hadn't hummed like it did, you know. Like I said, for a good six week stretch where we where we got back in it. Yeah, I mean, I think we've I got guess. I think we've got to the point where we we almost expect perfection from him. Like he was eleven of his first thirteen, and Zay dropped the first one, so he would have been twelve of thirteen. And you know, so it's like he was playing lights out. I mean, that one third and twelve where he just, yeah. I, I just didn't like all the. And again, I'm just you know just an observer here watching. But I thought we did too many rollouts, man. When Trevor took a five step plant of that foot and ripped it, that's that's when we were cooking. I thought so. Anyway, it is what it is. The Jags yeah, find a way to win the game. What were the boys in the booth tone thinking uh, on the uh, turnover? Did you think that was a scoop and score? Or did you think that was going to get called back? Because I I thought it was incomplete pass from the naked eye when I first watched it. Let me go back to your first comment about oh. the rollout. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no problem with that. If you watch all year, mm -hmm. one of the beautiful things about Doug Peterson is he moves the pocket. Yeah. A lot of play action. He does that. It really takes pressure off that. But it seemed like they had an answer for Like, they were in his face when he'd roll out. There was a they guy did, coming. That, they did a great job. Yeah. They had a great game plan. Yeah. So they had a good plan. They defended it well. We didn't block as well at times. Um, we just, you know, it was, we weren't at our best. And they won the matchup defensively. And they did a great job. And you can't, I don't, I mean, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to be critical sure. of, of Doug's play calling. I, I don't understand the trick play when you're in pl the plus territory, yeah. when you're in field goal he range. He loves that stuff, Tone. I mean, he, he does. does That's who he is. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it with it because yep. he's a great play caller. And I just, I don't love it at times, but at the same time, I love Doug Peterson and his play calling. So I'm like, okay, if this is who he is, I'll roll with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, he has that. A little bit of Andy Reid in them. Andy Reid does stuff like that, and uh, it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, as far as the, the play. Uh, sack fumble, yeah. touchdown, mm -hmm. I was I was unsure. Yeah, and, you know, we, you know, as everyone gets the video and everyone else is freaking out in the booth, and I'm kind of just sitting there watching um, again. <laughs> uh, oh, were we cheering? <laughs> Do we have the video tone? I got, is yeah, it, is the video up? 
Yeah, that's up somewhere. <laughs> that's on Twitter. Um, I was. Did you throw a fist bump though? I did not. I was un- I was unsure whether it was a fumble or not. It looked like wow. I did a complete pass. I was I was sure they were going to. Oh my over- gosh! Overturn it. I knew it was bang. I, I knew it was bang bang. But as soon as I saw the replay, I knew it was a fumble. Okay. He didn't have he did not have control of it. As a, so his, even his, if you're just pushing the ball forward, but you don't have control, then that's that's the point in the NFL. That that's is, the rule, right? It's the empty hand. If that right. hand is not controlling the ball, right, going forward, it is a fumble. And it got turned. I watched. I rewatched the game Saturday mo- Sunday morning, and that's the first thing that you know they they had the official in the booth. That's the first thing he pointed out. Look, I can tell you this is going to be a fumble because if you look right here, the ball turns sideways. Which, yeah, which tells it, you he doesn't have control of the ball. I mean, with the yeah. naked eye, before you saw that, you couldn't tell, right? It, it definitely looked like a pass sitting in the press box until you started getting the replays. Yeah, it was – and the official – I mean, this has happened for the last several years now, maybe even more, maybe five-plus years. When the officials change how they do the, the kind of mechanics of it, they just don't stop that play if it's even close. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they want to let it go through. Well, they did with Miles Jack. Thank God it was a role reversal tone. <laughs> That's true. It was, gosh, it was great. Yeah. It was, and you needed it because, you, you know, you're sitting there going, okay, well, even if we get the stop, can we go down and score? Mm-hmm. Because our our offense struggled so bad in the second half. So it was, uh, it was a big moment. The place was rocking. It was fun. Oh, it was so a, fun. It was, it so was fun. just a fun night. And I'm, I was just so happy for the whole organization. You know, happy, happy for the cons and happy for the, Staff yeah, and the players. It was just great. You know, you talked about it, and, and my wife took some video of my younger son at the game, and I, the the emotion that is coming out of out of him is what I. I mean, I just you know think about your family and all our friends and everybody there, and how the Jags are such a unifying uh, uh, you know franchise for us here in Jacksonville. That's what I I think I took from it best is how important it was, you know, and. And people going to the games who haven't been, and now they've turned around and bought their playoff tickets for this Saturday, and it's going to be great. Tony, I've done some research here, and I've got all 10 67s for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So are you ready to play along? I don't know if you'll recognize a few of these guys. And, Jeff, this is a good test. Yeah, because I'm a number guy. Back in 02, uh, you know him, you love him. Daryl Terrell wore number 67. Yeah, Could it, it have been Daryl Terrell? No. no, it was not. Okay. It was not Terrell. It's probably, to be honest with you, to, I, don't, I, don't, I, I think spoil it was personal life. I, yeah, I think it's probably the dude who's wearing the jersey's last name. Oh, that's you think I, so? That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. If Tony didn't recognize, I mean, Tony, could it have been uh, former? I think former Bulls Bulldog Jason Spitz. Jason Spitz, no. I believe, is from Jacksonville. Yeah. No, no. Tony, was it? Was it Gannon Shepard, an offensive lineman from no. Duke, who's got a tie to no. uh, uh, a big family down here? No. Okay. Was no. it Austin Pastor who played a couple of years for us? In, no. No. And it wasn't Novak. Uh, no. Tony, what about John Miller? Was it Miller time at all no. for the Jet? No. Nah. And Tone, the best 67 of all time, God rest his soul, our friend Vinny Manawai was number six. not Manawai. Okay. Steve Ingram, Tone? No, no. No? Was it a large man? Was it DJ Fluker who was here last year for a cup of coffee? It was not. It was a, it, it was, it was a old jersey. So it's hard to remember the Fluker the era. The Fluker exactly. era was short. Yeah. It was the same length as Rashad Coward, who also was yeah. here last year. No, hey, no, 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 future Jack. Stay away from 67. Those are your 67s, yeah. Tony. It's a graveyard. Okay, 67 is no. a, a career graveyard here no, at Jack. No, Manoai was a great player. Yeah. Yes, he was. Tone, look ahead for us now. We draw the Chargers, and, um, you know, look, we beat them. 30, you were out there 38-10 to 10 earlier this year. It's a home playoff game. Um, 
definitely a winnable game. Man. Very similar teams. Oh. I'll just say that the, the, offensively, the Chargers are ninth in the league. The Jags are tenth. Defensively, uh, Chargers are twentieth. Jags are twenty fourth. I mean, it's it's you know yeah. they're, they're similar teams. Yeah, they uh, they're they're a different team than when we played them. They got Bosa. Sure. Remember, Bosa got hurt in the first series. Mm-hmm. He's back. Herbert um, was banged up, too. Keenan Allen didn't play Her- that day. Herbert, yep. Herbert was hurt. Keenan Allen was out. Um, so they are a different team than when we played them mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, it's a, I think it's a, it's a, I mean, I think I saw the line was like one and a half or mm-hmm. minus one and a half or something. It's a, it's a very close game. And yeah. if they're two close teams, this is a, t- Chargers defense is not good against the run. So, ETN's going to need to have a big day. Um, they got a good pass rush with uh, Bosa, Mack. I got Derwin James back there, Roman around, you know, doing what he does. So they got, you know, some big time players on defense, but they're not a great defense. And then offensively, they got one, you know, five best quarterbacks in the NFL and Justin Herbert. Hey, was ETN, was ETN banged up on Saturday night? Did you think he did? I thought he was because he was limping around. Was he limping? Yeah. Did he take a shot to the head? Maybe was there any kind of, I don't know. Uh, nothing. Was... No. Cause it was early in the game. Yeah. He said on the radio, he took a shot and he was over there stretching and okay. Working on the leg. Something was up with him though, for sure. Right. Yeah, He was not. Yeah. He was not. He took a shot early. Okay. Um, and something lower lower body was giving him fit. Okay. Um, but he, you know, he stayed out there. But that, I mean, there was just nowhere to run. Yeah. It didn't matter if it was him or Hasty or whoever they put in there. This is a this is a uh, uh, look. It's it's a battle of attrition in the NFL now. Tone, you got seventeen games. Uh, you know, like I, you know, Brandon Sheriff is not playing well, but he's battling his butt off. He's 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 beat up, man. He's got some injuries he's dealing with out there, and and I, I just. You know, there's we're I think we're a lot more banged up than we we let on, and 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 there'll be a lot of guys who won't practice. I think on Wednesday, but you know, it's it's that's the way it is for a lot of teams. To now, Tony's right? point, though, the Chargers give up 145 yards a game on the ground. They're fifth from the bottom in the league. It's yeah. hard to imagine being a playoff team, uh, and and like you know, on the other side, the Jags are only 114. And Travis Etienne, Tony, has been a way undersold hero of this football team. Dude ran for. You know, eleven hundred twenty-five yards and five yards a pop. They need him at this time of the year, right? Yeah, they, yeah. He's gonna play big against the Chargers. Remember, he and he and he did that. Pro, you know, he didn't play. He didn't get a ton of carries. No, early. Robinson had a long run in that one. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Robinson. Robinson was seventeen carries, hundred yards. Etn was thirteen carries, forty-five yards. Like for that guy. God, Robinson never, never did make it into that Jets rotation. That was a weird one. Well, he did, and they took him out. Yeah, so. So, yeah, ETN will be critical. The offensive line's going to have to play better than they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheriff did struggle. Um, now, they got two good defense tackles, and Simmons and Tartan. Yeah. And Brandon's beat up. He's uh, you, you, The way you described it is right, Dan. Yeah. He is a tough dude. I give him credit out. for being out there, man. I mean, I know he's I know he's hurting, so. Yeah, he's, he's, he's giving everything he's got. Um. But they're going to play. They're going to play. They're going to play better across the line. Yeah. Uh, in the run game. I thought they pass protected for about three quarters of that game really well. Yeah. Um, it got leaky at times, especially in that, you know, back half, third quarter, fourth quarter. Um, and so they're going to have to play better. I mean, every, Trevor needs to play better. I mean, everyone needs to play better. And uh, it's the playoffs. And that's the beauty of it. I And I told this to someone last week. I loved playoff football. Yeah. It was a combination of high anxiety going in because you know everything's on the line. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you knew nothing mattered. 
It didn't matter what happened the week before. It didn't really matter what was going to happen next week. Mm-hmm. It was about that game. And if you won that game, it, no one cared about the details of the how you played. It was like, okay, on to the next. Yeah. Watch that. Let's go get ready for the next one. And it was just fun because it was that moment, all that mattered. And, uh, it, and you knew you were going to play against good teams and great atmospheres. It was just, and, and that was, you know, that was a playoff atmosphere Saturday night against Tennessee. And, and we're going to go get a go experience it again, uh, here against the Chargers. Uh, the only, the only, I want to get your opinion on this. I thought the only mistake Vrabel made was even trying to throw on, uh, it was third and six, Tennessee, uh, 35. There's only two fifty one to go. Uh, the Tennessee defense was shutting down the Jags yeah, run big it time. One more and punt. Yeah, see, if Derrick Henry makes it, you probably win. The, you're you're going to get him into the timeout mode. Yeah. Um, if not, you punt and you dare them to try. You know, they got to get a field goal at least to tie it and send it to overtime. What did you think of that call? I, I was fine with it because if you looked at the game, they were having success, especially in the first half on third downs. They're converting. Yeah, and they were hitting tight ends and they were hitting Robert Woods with little sit downs, and so they were having success. Right. Um. Not. Deep passing, just kind of dink and dunk. They ran a flag okay. football offense, Tony. They put three guys in a bunch and they picked every play. That was good. I yeah. mean, it was great. Well, they knew they knew we were going to play a lot of man yeah. because we we're going to put the extra guy in the box to stop Derrick Henry. Right. And uh, and they had they did a good job, but no, I I, I had okay. no problem with Brady okay. there because if you get the first down, yeah, you really put. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, we were on the ropes, bro. We were done. We yeah. were <laughs> that play. That play will go down as one of the top. You know, right in 50 years sure. from now, they'll oh, yeah. look at that play, and that'll be and one of the top, top plays in Jags history. Especially considering one of yeah. a, champion, a, a championship. Yeah, yeah, a division title. Yeah, no doubt about it. Now, we were, I mean, we had three timeouts, so we had another sure. series. We had another, we could have stopped them in the next series. Correct. We've been all right, but uh, no, that was a huge play. It was it getting was dicey. Let me put the, uh, <laughs> let, let me, let me, let me put a doorstop up against, you know, half of the fan base who's waking up now in its football season and what they're hearing, what they're. I haven't heard anyone say that Joey Bosa and Mike Williams are out for the year. So I don't know what circles y'all are running in. Where... They said Mike Williams is fine. Yeah. He had and, spasms. And Bosa, they said they took out as part of the normal transition. I'm not saying that they're going to play and they're not injured, but I don't know who you're hearing that they're out for the year from. I wouldn't go that far uh, quite just yet. Yeah, I've heard, no, I, Bosa, I, I believe, was just, yeah. you know, took him out because, yeah. you know. Because it's that time to take him out. Which yeah. was actually like before the game started, but Brandon Saley, UBU, um, Tony. Look, I know that the stat sheet doesn't completely drive things, and I think the other night that Trayvon Walker played a good game, he impacted the game. But at the end of the at the end of the year, at the end of the season, now we got three and a half sacks and five tackles for loss out of the number one pick. Where is his future moving uh, forward, Tony? And and what and how do you view those numbers? Well, and then if you watch last night, you compare it to Aiden Hudson, who has nine and a half. Right. And 11 tackles for loss. He's got twice as many right. tackles for loss, three times as many three sacks. Three picks. Yeah. Yeah, three picks, too. But, but yeah, Walker so, was good Saturday I, night. I understand. Yeah. But, yeah. again, at, at some point, those numbers have to – if you're the number one pick, they have to correlate, don't they? I don't know. Do they? I don't or does know. he just have to be a good football player? Yeah, which he, I think if we go be, back and look at failures at number one, like Big Daddy Wilkinson, I'm going to guess he's got more sacks than this. Hmm. Right? I mean, three and a half is a really low number for the number one pick. Am I, I don't – and – I don't want to, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to incorporate any, mm-hmm. any downers to where we are. And he, like Tony said, he played good the other night. And for now, that doesn't matter. I'm just wonder what you, after seeing a whole year of him, Tony, playing against NFL competition and knowing the, 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 the people improve, that players like him who work hard and are, you know, built like a BSH improved, just what do you, what do you see the future for him from both of the numbers and a, 
and a you know um, competing standpoint. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you, Trayvon Walker is a disruptive player more in the run game than the pass game right now. Um, he's a big, physical. I mean, he's a good football player, mm-hmm. and I thought he played really well mm-hmm. on Saturday night. Was mm-hmm. really disruptive. What he is not at this point, he's not a pass rusher. Right. He's not a pure pass rusher. Um, he's more of a power guy. He does squeeze the pocket at times. Uh, you know, he, he does create uh, uncomfortable situations for the quarterback as far as just him getting pushed and because of his athletic ability. But he's not a he's not a, a you know high win rate pass rusher. Right. And ultimately, if you pick a guy at number one, that's what you're at that position. That's what you're picking him to do. So. Um, that doesn't mean he can't develop it. He was not asked to, he didn't do that at Georgia either, by the way, it's not who he was. He was a, just a big physical dude. He just disrupted offenses. Um, and he did that. I thought in the run game really well last, uh, against the Titans. And he had some nice rushes. Now those are two of the worst tackles in football. So you'd expect that. And, um, I still think he can develop. I still think he will develop because it's important to him. He's a great, great young man and he it's he has all the tools he needs an off season of just learning how to pass rush mm-hmm. and if he does that he'll be really dang good nice. um so i i we it, i think the hard part is in today's nfl you see so often top picks and higher draft picks and guys in the first round make an immediate impact and they're just pretty dominant they can be dominant earlier mm-hmm. early um but I think it's dangerous to make these, you know, like to just to decide what that person's going to be after one year. I just think it's way too early. I do too. Um, I do too. I was just curious, when, you know, yeah, especially when you have a, a guy measured opinion. I mean, a guy. I mean, coming in, I mean, you 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 could tell right away. Like, okay, this guy's in certain areas of his game. It's gonna be a little bit of a project. Now you could debate: is that the right guy to pick first overall or not? If you know that. Well, I mean, that's a different debate for a different time, but you know, you, you knew coming in that the, his, like a, he wasn't a natural pass rusher uh, with a bunch of moves and great hand use and, and counter moves and everything else. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson came in, Aiden Hutchinson came in as more of a polished guy in that respect. But the, the difference was uh, you felt like, and everyone felt like, and I still think they probably think that, that the ceiling was higher for Trayvon Walker. And so, you know, you're not going to, you know, it is what it is right now. He's a good football player. He helps you win. I thought both him and Josh Allen were really good the other night. And we're going to need to continue to have that type of play. And he's an important factor for this team. And then you worry about the rest in the offseason. And I, I believe he'll develop into it. And I think he'll be a, a really good player for a long time for the Jags. All right, my man. Well, we'll meet you in the uh, buzz zone on uh, Saturday night. We'll get some of that SSW and have a big time. Settle down. Oh, you know, I'm in there. <laughs> I, I won't be in the butt zone. I'll be at the uh, slab. Okay. Um, right. with the people again early. Okay. And uh, looking forward to that again. All We're right. not going to stop that. We're not going to stop that tradition. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll keep that thing rolling as long as we can uh, get the results we're all looking for. All right, brother. Nice. Well, thanks. Appreciate you, man. He's a Hall of Famer. He's Don Anthony Baselli Jr. And he joins us each and every Monday night or Monday. Thanks, right Tony. On the Talk drill. to you next week. See you guys. See you See Saturday. Anyway, Big Daddy had 54 and a half career sacks. Yeah, that's what I mean. He five was a and a half, failure, eight, right? six and a half, five, seven and a half, eight. So, and that and that's not good enough. You know, again, I'm not. They, today's not the day to make it about Trayvon Walker. Yeah. But my God, they they need they. 
I did notice that Hutchinson finished with nine and a half last Played night. Two, yeah. and, and what three picks or something? Yeah, three if you, picks. And if you had a, if you had a rookie defensive in right now who had nine and a half sacks, I think you would feel even better about where we are than where we are right now. But again, that's a, notwithstanding. I think we are. Again, NFL teams don't get better. Heck, they get better quarterbacks, and it translates. Even if said better quarterback doesn't have his best game, this is the Monday Morning Quarterback. Divorcementonly.com. It says a lot just, you know, just how the fans have rallied around us this year as the season's gone on and, you know, obviously late in the year, like, like we've been playing. And to see the stadium packed tonight was, was awesome. One of the best game environments I've, I've been in, honestly. So it was, it was special. They were loud all game. Um, it's really, really cool. It's a cool experience. That I'll, I'll always remember that. So hopefully we'll do the same thing next week. We're going to need it. So all right. Now, now that means something, Dan. I'll tell you why. It's an eminent front. What did she say? It's imminent front is what they say. That is the words. No, what does your wife say? Isn't this one of those oh, songs? Oh, yeah, it was... Um, living in a swamp. Living in the... Something like living that. Living in a swamp. That's yeah. my, Put on! That's my girl, because I don't know the yeah. lyrics of no song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's you make up your own. You're right. Living, I don't know living in a swamp. It's not, I don't, yeah, something like that. I living in a swamp. She's, she's, she's got a few of those in her repertoire, so it's hard for me to keep up, but you're right. Living in this swamp. Maybe that's it. Living in this swamp. I'd bless her. I yeah. Love her. Love her. Um, you know, Trevor's saying that. Don't dismiss that. I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. Okay? The NFL's the cream of the crop. It's the top of the food chain when it comes to talent and 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 ramifications in football. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't it doesn't match a college football big game atmosphere. It just doesn't. No. Oh, so well, tre- well, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, there are not Trevor won't play NFL games that are going to match the atmosphere that of 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 playing Alabama for the national championship in front of eighty five thousand. Only that it's split half and half. Well, that matters. Oh, it does. Not even that, half I'm and say, half. What I'm saying is that game Saturday night was all jag. Right. It was so that was more. How many games have they played, Dan? And how oh. many the Jags hundreds? And how many atmospheres have they had like that? No, I know, but Trevor you're saying, had that a lot at Clemson. I understand yeah. that, hundred percent. I, I would say though, a Clemson, you know, regular big regular season game is is uh, college football is different than pro. Football. That's what I mean. Yeah, but, atmosphere but the, it wins yeah, but week the, in but, week but, out. But, but the Natty Championship game is different. That's more Super Bowl. That's more corporate. Okay, more well, yeah. than than okay. But, but, yeah. Georgia in Clemson in yes. September. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, my point being, a typical NFL. Game and day mm-hmm. and atmosphere is it's not like a college a typical college football day and game and atmosphere. Yeah. So um, I would agree with that. So for Trevor to say that, that's what I'm getting to is a big kudos at a boy to a home crowd that has been dying oh, yeah. for this opportunity and now they'll get it again. Speaking of college football championships, mm-hmm. I need somebody who is on the board of trustees at the CFP to actually confirm to me that we have a 7.30 kick tonight. I keep looking everywhere. It says the game starts at 7.30. I have a hard time believing that, Dan. They never throw us a bone with a reasonable start time. I wouldn't believe that either. It's, out, it's not, out in L.A. too. Yeah, how can we not know this for sure? Like, I get ESPN telling me it's at 7.30. They want to sucker you in to watch all their pregame. But if I go just, like, to generic, what's the st- – they all keep saying 7.30. Is that is – that is – I mean, this would be the best news I get all day. If that is accurate, I didn't pay much attention until now. I, I, I think there is one. Pa- oh, by the way, did you know this? The Shazam spotlight brought to you by Shazam Auto. Et, did you know this? Did you know a horn frog's not a frog. What? Yeah, how about that? 
Shazam. Yeah, I'll throw that on you right now. What is it? About Shazam Auto. Yeah, horn frog ain't even a frog. It's a lizard. So, Shazam. Yeah, go figure. Oh, that's yeah. disappointing. Yeah, it's very disappointing. <laughs> I will say this. TCU among the had the most 50-yard pass plays in the country. Well, they're going to need a few tonight. And, well, Georgia, it's the only weak spot that this Georgia defense has shown here over the last few weeks, and that is you teams have hit big plays on them. LSU hit big plays on them. They've hit they you they've been they've been passed on, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if TCU is going to stay in the game, I don't think that that is it Miller, the running back who got hurt in in the in the Michigan game. I'm not mm-hmm. sure he's going to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, this sets up for Georgia to join a very prestigious list, and that's teams that went back to back national championships. They they have an abundance of riches, but I, I think it's, look, takes a while to transition, okay? Mm-hmm. Georgia's the new Alabama. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, they've, 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 they've passed Alabama. They're playing for the second year in a row for a title. Yeah. They beat Bama last year. They also win in 17, so this will be three in the last five years. They're a double-digit favorite. He lost 15 dudes to the NFL, Hick. Yeah. Georgia lost 15 guys to the NFL. Like five first-rounders. He recruits the hell out of it. That's unbelievable. And here they are. They're doing it, by the way, without the bell cow, whatever. You know, it's not Deshaun or Tua or Trevor or, you know, it's Stetson Bennett. Yeah, yeah. uh, By the way, they're going to win. Last year, people say, well, they won in spite of. This year, they're going to win because of. He's a big part of why they're winning. He's he's been I just don't, I guess if you're looking for a competitive football game, I just don't think TCU has the defense to stop them. I just don't have the defensive chops. I I, I think it'll be 45-30. Go Horn Frogs. Uh, (laughs) Which is not a frog. Of Oxtum, Oxford, might be pulling for the red and black tonight. I don't know. I'll ask him right here on the program. Uh, I think he more uh, wants to talk I'm about the kinda, Jags. Yeah, go ahead, Ox. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of neutral on tonight's neutral. game. Okay. You know, on, on on the side of on part of it, you know, conference, but I hate Georgia, so uh, I, I I don't I wouldn't care either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard, I have gotten more text messages and phone calls today about you sharing my story about the Red Man. It was a great um, story. Yeah, it, it's. I tell you what else. If JSO wants to reduce crime in the city, you run an open warrants check on those buying those standard room only tickets, and uh, you could uh, arrest about seventy of them. Uh, throw them in a tub; they're going to le- leave a ring around. Okay, the uh, uh, there's some questionable characters over there. We walked past them, and uh, uh, they were uh, where is this uh, exactly, uh, Ox? The, the SRO. standing room only, standing in front of the oh. uh, standing in front of the bud zone. Oh, you went SRO? Uh, did like, you? Uh, no, well, he no, was we, walking, did, right. we, we walked past it. You walked past it when you're walking past the bud zone, and. Uh, uh, they uh uh it looked like a gang war was about to start. It stinky was reefer, stinker reefer, stinky reefer only. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was it was tough. And then you go over into uh. Did you feel unsafe, Fox? I mean, you're a former Marine. Certainly, you didn't feel unsafe. I, I mean, I didn't I didn't feel unsafe. But uh, I, it looked like if you walk past it, it looked like uh, the uh, Jacksonville Fair meets Stark. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was it's rough. Duval, baby, right. it's who we are, baby. Yeah. Didn't you see the national yeah. anthem? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was great. That was great. I love you go it. Over into, uh, tell you what else. You go over into uh, Tailgaters Parking after the game, and it looks like uh, uh, the city of Sodom. I mean, uh, that, that 11 o'clock at night, uh, the boys over there were uh, partying. Yeah. I mean, I saw somebody chasing a guy, uh, saw a police officer chasing a guy that had a cone on his head. And I thought, good God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The inmate, let the inmates good, out again this weekend. Time. 
Uh-huh. It's, it's a good time. We bought our tickets uh, to the playoffs yesterday. Uh-huh. And, uh, we Ox, are, it's, a, it's a far uh, cry from the last time you patrolled the stadium in the infamous whiteout. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that the last whiteout. game you were at? No, no. Yeah. I've been no. to a lot of games since then, but I was bullied into buying. I was bullied into buying. I was bullied, in, bullied into buying tickets for the whiteout. That was uh, the idea. It was that. That was a hot day, boys. That, that was, was a hot day. They Jags, were falling that day. Jags, Arizona. Ox got to watch Kurt Warner complete like 19 uh, passes in a row against the big cats. I was worried about. I mean, my son is 19 now. He was about six or seven at the time. I was worried about having to rush him over to Wolfson uh, for dehydration. Oh, yeah, that'll happen. Good times. It, it, it was a good time, and uh, you know, I'm, I got I'm a text really from Ox on Saturday. By the way, you did? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you, can you Mike possibly White, imagine? I, I, yeah. Disparage. Yeah. I disparaged him. I, yeah, I, I, I was there. He's I, in that white that train, last, you know. That last minute Haters. and a half, I was nail biting. Yeah. I, I think, he's, I I think you to, sent me the to, same text, and I think I told you you need therapy. <laughs> I yeah, sent him a text. Me, I told me I need therapy. I just, uh, uh, I, yeah, Prosser told me he mushed him, and yeah. I just shook my head. I you got Friday he didn't five anything. Hey, hey, Ox, <laughs> I'll, yeah. and I'll say the same thing to you, and that's I, that's fine if if – if you and a larger part of the Gator basketball oversensitives can't read the room and don't understand nuance, I care if less. anybody thinks that I'm rooting for Georgia down the stretch of a basketball game, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you're too dumb for me to worry what you think about oh, no. me. So for all the Gator basketball diaper wearers uh-huh. who bombarded Hicken with, I did get some on that Twitter ox. That yeah. Twitter, I, I love that ox. I don't I like. I, don't I love like, that he pays for my sense on Twitter. That's I don't beautiful. like that ox. Yeah. If you ask me about Jeff Prosser on Twitter, you're yeah. not going to get a response. Yeah, good. I like that. Yeah, Keep him coming yeah, to him. I, but again, if y'all that. don't understand, if you think because I'm ticked uh, at what uh, happened with Mike White and you can't differentiate, uh, uh, put your pampers on and move on to your next pacifier, oh I'm not I, your guy. Oh, no. I enjoyed that. I, the last minute and a half, I had the text just sitting there in the phone waiting to go. <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> I was ready to fire him off the bull. Nice. Just, we'll see you guys. Thank you. Right, let's go. We got to go to break. We're way behind. This is the drill. It is the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Playing catch up, like the Jags had to do most of the night the other night, Dan. I I know you expected a, a close game. I thought the Jags would not. I just was worried. I, didn't think they, I, I was worried too. I did say ultimately I settled on 27-16, so it's not like yeah. I thought they were gonna beat them 40-10. Yeah. But I thought that they, look, I thought Trevor hit Zay Jones on that play, right? Yeah. And on yeah. mine, you know, because Tennessee offensively, and, and give them credit, they handed it to Derrick Henry as much as they could, and the yeah, Jags a did a better drive, job. Man, they killed a half. They they ran, you know, and and I, I, you see now why they started Dobbs. Dobbs mm-hmm. is terrible, but he thought he could run a flag football offense better than his other I options. Dobbs er, uh, was okay, yeah. and I thought he earned himself a uh, couple more years in the league as a backup. This is interesting. From the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, I'm an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. I picked up a father and son that have been to every stadium in the NFL. Uh, they are New Orleans fans, but said the Jags game Saturday night was the best game they've been to by far. I love it. It just speaks to it. Listen, we're not known for our great raucous atmosphere because we haven't been given the opportunity to provide one. I wonder if uh, – let's bring in Brian yeah, on the sure. Fair and Fair phone line. I, Brian, any uh, what were the emotions like running for you? I was talking to uh, my buddy Doc T, and he says the scars are finally starting to uh, heal. Deep wounds are finally starting to heal. Uh, he was emotional after the game. How did you feel as a longtime season ticket holder? You know that that was the the, the scariest part about the game was all the long term fans that were there in '99. Yeah, and you go back and you think about that all, all that. The, the next game wasn't near as important as like, hey, we got to win this game. We got to you know exercise that demon because man, if we would have lost that game for Oof. 
for us that went through it in 99, that would have been like just devastating. Yes. I mean, and, and for that, the, the stupid score, when that happened, the place, I mean, it was, it was awesome. And let me that tell you, let me tell you, Brian, the, the, Twitter is an of the moment, and the boys were sharpening up the knives on Twitter. They were the boys were the boys were getting ready to come after the Jacks uh, Jaguars oh, on yeah. Twitter uh, uh, as the as this was starting to slip away. We were deep into the fourth quarter. We got two fifty to go in this game, Brian. Before that play, I know it, the the Titans played the better game. We made the better play when it counted. I mean that's that's what it broke down to. I mean, uh-huh. They they played the better game overall for sure. I mean all game long they controlled the clock. They, they pretty much ran the offense that they wanted to run, and they stopped us uh, defensively. Their, their defensive plan, man, was just – we didn't do much. What do we have, like 18, 20 yards? We had, we had two yards of offense in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I we mean, ran that's for winning 23 time. yards. Yeah. I mean – No, they – and listen, was, in fairness now, Tennessee, a, Tennessee played the whole tail end of the stretch, and including the Jaguars game, at half-mast. I mean, they have just been personnel-wise. They're missing mm-hmm. important players, and they got – not all, but a lot of those guys back, and it it you know, and it showed. They look, they showed kind of the couple of weeks when they fought with Dallas, right? They've they've, but man, to lose seven in a row, you got to find a way to win a game in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I bet you Tennessee would have been the wild card team if they had just won one, you know, couple more. The awesome thing was, I actually I got there. I usually don't get there that early for the games because mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of tailgating. But I got there three hours early, and I was just I walked through tailgaters as well, and man, the just the whole atmosphere that just really livened up the atmosphere and like you guys said ss ss uh, w whatever it was, it, it was everywhere out there it was amazing that it was like and i mean all the and the other thing too that was really awesome is i saw maybe 20 to 50 titans fans around but it wasn't like the other games where we no had no gosh no, and there no. won't be chargers fans either because they're like 10 in the whole world. Yeah, there's not a lot of Charger fans either, so it'd be a beautiful I thing. I mean, if you again. go to a Chargers game, there's no Chargers fans. You couldn't draw up a better situation for our football team these last two weeks. I mean, like I said, us old guys might go, might have been fine with 430, but the electricity at night is 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 special. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I got I got my 10 tickets. So I'll be ready with everybody, and we'll be down there uh, early again. I mean, I'm. What a relief to be, you know, for the long-term fans like yes. this. And even the newer fans, too. I mean, it's just oh, it's, yeah. it's and, awesome. And we're, we're, ba- we're finally back, fellas. We're, we're back, back. And, and, we're, and, and we're here to stay. You know? We're going to be competing for a while. And in Thanks, short Brian. term, we got a great home playoff game this week. That's all you need to know, right? That's all that but matters. But the difference, but to your point, with with Garrard and that collection in 07 and 05 and the, with the Bortles and that collection, especially how temperamental those defensive stars ended up being. Now, I'm not going to write any any preview magazine or preview things right now, but when the preview stuff starts... Yeah, we're going to win the division. Uh, the Jags will be the overwhelming favorite to win the division, one. Two, they'll say uh, there'll be a dark horse candidate to go to the Super Bowl because then they'll talk about, well, they quietly added Calvin Ridley to the team. And with draft pick, this guy, this guy, this guy, maybe... Maybe they add a guy in free agency. Who knows? Uh, re-sign Evan Ingram or, or you know, so it'll be – they'll be in good stead well, here's uh, the going deal. into Let me tell you year. what I think happens. Next year they bust out and Trevor throws 41 touchdowns, 4,500 yards. That's mm-hmm. usually how mm-hmm. this works. Mm-hmm. I mean, they go 25 and 8. Mm-hmm. He also had five rushing touchdowns. Yeah. But he also led the league with nine fumble, you know, fumbles lost. You're going to have to get a lot better. Ball security. Uh, in that end, yeah, for sure, so – um, just just excited to have games. We were kind of looking at the numbers for, for the Chargers and the Jags. They're real similar. 
Offensively, the Chargers average 359 a game. The Jags 357, so they're ninth and 10th. Yep. Scoring offense, the Jags are a little better, 23.8 to 23. Scoring defense, they're also a little bit better. They give up 20.6. The Chargers 22.6. I believe the betting line is basically even. It's uh, one point uh, towards the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You think the Jags win that game? Uh, not that our Friday five-pack um, resume says anyone should listen, but... Mm-hmm. Do I think the Jags beat the Chargers? Yeah, do you think? I think they got a great shot yeah. at beating them. Yeah, I would, I would pick the Jags to win this game. Um, um, yeah, I, uh, why not? I mean, again, they played in, it's, I, and Tony said it had a good point. It's totally different, and, and he's right. But we do have the psychological advantage of knowing that we we whooped that team pretty good, right? And we, you well, know, we had that, but knowing that about Tennessee, a few I kind of get the feeling that Trevor's due for another uh, 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 sort of a breakout game. He got a little taste of. Prime time, so it'll be a familiar week for this team in preparation. San Diego still got to come across, or LA Chargers of San Diego still got to come across the country. It's a lot of good intangibles heading our way. With that said, you know it'll be and and the way that the Chargers played yesterday was was interesting. So I don't know. We'll keep riding the this good wheel streak here and see if we can knock one out and go get a, a road playoff game. Uh, as well in this in this season, it's been a. I know there's outside shot. Ride. Look, the Bills and Bengals. If they both lose, the Jags will have a home game. Yeah. Actually, if one of them lose, the Jags will have a home game. If one of them wins. No, if one of them loses, if the Bengals or the Bills oh, lose. Bengals Bills, yeah, the Ravens or or the. Uh, uh, no, Dolphins we'll still go win. on the road. We'll go on the road to one of those two. We're gonna. They both have to lose to the Jags not to play at home. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. again. Yeah. So but long shot at this point. Long right? We got another. Home playoff game we mentioned when earlier. When you look at the Jacks three and one, they haven't they played fourteen postseason games, but only four have been at home, and they're three and one in those four. So when you look at the NFL playoff picture, there's only one game that really sticks out to me as a possible upset. Now there will be, it'll happen, but which one is it to you? Okay, hold on now. What when was the question at, again? You're looking was... at the the the, the, the six games. Okay, so which, like which up the, like on the betting, so on yeah, the betting, which game screams to you board? as the biggest upset? Not not covering or anything like that. If you're gonna, I got one game. Yeah, I know. This is an easy one for me too. Yeah, what it'd be the Giants beating the Vikings. That's what I think. Yeah, because yeah. the Giants can run with. Didn't the Giants and Vikings just play. The Giants lost to them, right? It was another one of those crazy Vikings Close wins. games, right? Yeah, it was recent. Yeah, a couple weeks ago in New York. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, no, it was actually at Minnesota. Sure was, and it was six weeks ago. Gosh, that season Who won the game. Together. Oh no, it was three weeks ago. They yeah. just played them three yeah. weeks ago. Uh, Minnesota won 27-24. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, yeah, no, I, for sure. The Vikings are what? I mean, come on, man. The Vikings are a fraud. They've been a fraud all year. They were a fraud even yesterday. It's my that, Super Bowl pick. Yeah, Skull Vikings. Yeah, they were. They said they didn't have Green Bay though. Uh, yeah. I don't the, know who did. I, I know a lot, I, some people did. Uh, yeah, the ayahuasca kid and, and the Packers, a total choke last night. The, the Lions can't play defense. You did nothing against them. Does he come back next what year? What a giveaway, man. What a giveaway by the Pack. You know what the Packers are? Congratulations, Green Bay. You've officially made the transition. You're just another Big Ten team. All talk, all bluster. When it comes down to it, you lose. Uh, let's head to break. And as we come back, I, I heard somebody say this, though. I thought this was a good point. You know, South Dakota State, North Dakota State or whatever, mm-hmm. played for another one of those. Yeah, 2 o'clock on a Sunday. Probably not yeah. the best time to play that. Right. One. Nobody watched it. But I think South Dakota State beat them for the first time. If I'm the Big Ten, those two teams are better than, like, Northwestern and Rutgers. And, I, 
every year they're in it. North Dakota State's won like five of the last seven, I think, yeah. or something I mean, like that. Why not add those boys to your conference? They, they, they play ball. A lot of yeah. those guys go in the league, too, yeah. now. Don't yeah. kid yourself. Quarterbacks churn out. Trey Lance and yeah. you know Wentz and yeah. Easton Stick. There's been a few. Your favorite. Uh, wasn't he from Eastern Washington or no? Easton That's Stick. Easton. Yeah, no, I'm uh, not 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 a big Easton Stick guy. I wish but you were. I wish him well. All right. It's, uh, no, it's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. I think I need to point my my son-in-law, uh-huh. who is, you know, as we said, the tried and true born and raised on that you know, European soccer nonsense, I will call it. Football. I think I need Football. to hook him up with these these pep pep rally, you know, these, the, you know, the Bold City Brigade. and the Just tell him to come holler at me. Crew. He'll right? take him around. He's looking for somebody to go. You know, my, my my son, who's the huge Jaguar fan, has just had the baby, so he's out of the loop. My other son is you know, not as huge of the Jaguars to go do all of that, so, you know. I will son teach him to football. Son-in-law is looking to try to get into the game, go have fun with some Jackson. The only two games he's been to, Dan, were that, I almost said a bad word, that crappy Texans game this year. Ooh, he went to another game last year where it's lethargic. They they lose. They play terrible. You know, yeah. he wants to, yeah. you look at what, Experience. you look at how it's happening and hopping down there, and that's a little better indication of what, what you know, what the ceiling is as a Jackson. I have two uh, people that I know well, one by blood, my son, my older son, and another one, longtime season ticket holder since day one, who both back in October decided to schedule uh, vacations. And they think, okay, well, when's the season end? The season ends, you know, January 8th. So January 15th, we're out of town. And said vacations are paid for, so... They're screwed as far as being in the bank on Saturday Ooh. night. And it happens. I mean, that's just yeah, reality. You sit sure. there at two and six or four and eight. After you lost to Detroit, it was I, over. I, hey, look, I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you one that applies to, to us uh-huh. that some in the audience noticed. But that Friday at the twenty third of December, mm-hmm. after they play the Jets the night before. Yeah. You know, we both had stuff going on. You had a scheduled mm-hmm. time. I had a, a, a uh-huh. breaking news event. Mm-hmm. And when we took that time off, it did, it was a throwaway. Yeah. Right? They're four and seven. Yeah. You know, whatever. Hopefully they win that night. It wasn't going to have the kind of um, you know, ramifications mean, that it had. Now, the lesson here is, and this is what I used to talk to uh, people in the New England area, the local sportscasters in New England. They had to keep January and half of February open in their work world. Because they got really busy at the end of the football season. Normally, at the end of the football season, it's getaway time for folks who, you know, work around the football. But when your team becomes a perennial playoff team, as we hope and expect our Jaguars to do, well, then things change, right? Then you you got to keep it open because you're going to have games like this. You're going to have moments like this Saturday night. Maybe a trip to Kansas City in the offing. Who knows? So... Uh, yeah, just going to have to keep them open. Tony Dungy uh, tweets, I'm really excited about the Jags and Chargers. I started to get a feel that it was going to be the NBC Saturday night game last night at halftime when the boys started really pumping up the Jags and the Chargers. I'm going, oh, this game's going on NBC. Uh, he says, I'm really excited about this game. I think Chargers-Jacksonville could be the best game of wildcard weekend. Two great young QBs with flashy playmakers, two aggressive defenses, and a crowd that has been waiting five years for a playoff game. Should be a raucous atmosphere. Oh, it'll be raucous. Isn't Saturday night not the second best plat- window platform you could have gotten? For, uh, like, for the prestige? No, just in oh, general. The prestige it's a prime the- time. Yeah, it's great. Right? I prime mean, what, time. 
It's yeah. not it's not four thirty. No. It's not one o'clock Sunday no, afternoon. No, I thought it for sure it'd be a four thirty no, throwaway. But I think what happened too, part of it, because I ne- I'm always reluctant to give the network boys credit for jumping on the Jags bandwagon because the NFL and the networks have always but I will say this. Uh I think when we got Bills Dolphins again and we got Ravens Bengals again, it helped. And forty ers Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean those but, are like, but oh. you say that, but Ravens Bengals they put in the Sunday night primetime. Yeah. Well they had to put something in primetime or else what else would you put? No, I'm just saying yeah. though, I mean I I this is I, we said this earlier. Now, it changes next week. The big boys show up, Mahomes and, and, and Burrow and Allen. But we got the freshest because of those three division games. Brady and the Bucks stink. Yeah. The Cowboys are the Cowboys. There's certainly some there, but Tampa Bay is a joke. Um, there's not a lot of great They're not great games on the schedule this weekend. No. I mean, there really aren't. But you so. just you hope for great games. And I'll say this, too. You know, the Jags are the four seed. I also think that as after all said and done now, we wipe ourselves off and dust ourselves off. We're the fourth best team in the conference. Yeah. And the conference, by the way, get used to us four and the fifth being the Chargers. Get used to it. Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Lawrence, Herbert. Those are the guys winning the Super Bowls. Not Lamar, not whoever the Steelers have, not. That's it. You're all, you know, not Russ, not. Another. These five are going to win the next ten. Another refreshing part of today is today is Black Monday. And I can remember many a time Coaches sitting here get fired. doing the show in the last 15 years. There's probably been 11 seasons where we were sitting here wondering and waiting for our coach to be fired. It would happen <laughs> over and over. You know, is, is Del Rio getting it today? Is, you know, Malarkey getting it today? Is Bradley getting it today? You know, I mean, it was just like always. And and so far, Lovey Smith is is gone. Um they fired him. Cliff Kingsbury may be gone from Arizona. Uh, nothing yet. Uh, others who who may or may not make it. Will Steve Wilkes get the job in Carolina? I don't know. He went six and six. He did a good job. Uh, Jeff Saturday, I can't imagine, will be rehired to coach. I expect him to be back at ESPN next year going, whew, I'm glad I'm back here. What was I thinking? Uh, um, what about the Bucks? Could Todd Bowles be on his way out? Could he be... Oh, a uh, uh, one and dunner. Are the Browns ready to move on from Stefanski after a disappointing year? But, you know, what about New Orleans and Dennis Allen? You know, uh, remember Sean Payton's out there. And the guy who I bet you will be gone, not by the franchise, but by his own volition, Sean McVay. You think Sean McVay? Comes? I think he's right. had enough. Yeah. If he's smart to leave. I think he's had enough. I think he's like, I don't. I'm not interested in a rebuild. Well, that's what you're looking at, brother. All right, go do some TV or something. Yeah, go get. They pay, TV pays a boatload now for these guys. Right. It's the, a lot easier. And then to kind of circle back to. Oh, Jeff, he could go Dick Vermeil, dude. He could take 15 years off. He's so young and come back at 50 and yeah, you know, or he definitely 55. Got the look. Yeah. yeah, he's young as heck. I mean, he could walk away right now. He's got a Super Bowl ring. He would be marketable in 10 years if he wants. He could take a chill pill. He got married. He could have kids. Right? You know, I, I mean, makes sense. Now, some of them, it's you know, it's a drug. I mean, they love it. They they get immersed in it. They compete. He'll unimmerse until a good team with a ready-made situation comes back at him. Yeah, they got issues right between the dra- no draft picks. And somebody will come gap. back and get him. Somebody oh, yeah. will come back. And well, get there'll him. be offers, for but sure. again, if he takes TV and just says, "I'm gonna sit out for a couple years," yeah. just no, wait you never for know. the right opportunity. Yeah, just yeah. wait. To circle back to what Jeff said about Saturday night, mm-hmm. um, people always talk about they were comparing Trevor to Herbert. 
Now we're getting Herbert here. Mm-hmm. Now look, Trevor might win his first playoff game before Herbert. So yeah. now does Trevor catapult past Herbert? It's so funny how it works, right? Because they're not playing each other, but they are. Right. In our eyes, uh-huh. in, in the you know they, that's it. It's it, what are they showcasing? Trevor Lawrence versus Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Sure. Well, they should. Yeah. That's not a that's not a contrived. But, that's who we're then, all waiting on. And then on. Trevor on on Wednesday and Herbert on Wednesday will say. When they ask him, what do you think about play each other? He's a great quarterback, but we're, it's really not me against him. I go it's against their defense. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I go against their times. defense, and he goes against our defense. Oh, yeah, we know that. But that's, I mean, <laughs> by, by the way, even though they entered the league at the same time and one was six picks later, or no, Herbert was the year before. Herbert was the year before. Yeah, he didn't come in with Yeah, the year before. Well, Herbert's two of the two pressure's on Herbert. It is. Oh, this yeah. is year three. He's had big statistical years. They're not winning. Yeah. So here's the, you know, here's the Absolutely. Johnny come lately Trevor who's, you know, exploded this year. You're going to lose to him right out the gates. I mean, look, much like Allen Mahomes and like what's what's one of the um, you know, what what's one of the values you put on Joe Burrow right now? What do you mean value? What like he what to the Super Bowl no, already? No, not just that. He's beating the Chiefs. He's oh, beating yeah. the He's the Bills. Yeah, he owns yeah. Mahomes. Right? right He's now. beating Mahomes. He's beating Allen. So Trevor versus you know, Trevor versus Herbert matters from that standpoint. It's oh, going to sure. have, you know, it's going to have repercussions here well, for these next few years. You no, know, this is the round robin for the next. And now decade. there's five of them, and there yeah. may only this may decide. Maybe there's not room for five. By the way, maybe yeah. there's only four. Well, yes, and one of these where, two. This is where, and again, this is why Mahomes to me is a cut above. Cheetah leaves, and he throws for uh-huh. fifty-two hundred yards. Yeah. I mean, he's the MVP of the league. He's the. I best will one. say this: they they don't they don't. And I'm not saying it's because of Cheetah. There's a, they don't look as unbeatable as they've looked the last few years. If the Jags go to Kansas City, sure, they'll be underdogs. I'm not predicting them to win, but there is no way in the world I feel. And, by the way, Kansas City in the postseason. Oh, they're terrible. It's hard to. It's, they're and, not and, terrible. Well, they're not terrible. But even it's hard to be that, you know, it's hard to be that dominant. They've struggled at home lately. Houston had them beat. Buffalo had them beat. Cincinnati beat them. Tennessee beat them. They've lost home games. Let's let's beat the Chargers first. Let's beat the Chargers. Is that fair? Did you all see that crazy play that they did? It didn't count when they scored a touchdown. Yeah, they got the ring around the rose. Yeah. What was that? I didn't like that. Their I, playbook is crazy. It is crazy. And they come up with stuff, and Andy Reid's great. at Patrick Mahomes, if you want to be impressed, go look at Patrick Mahomes against the uh, AFC West. And by just his one loss. You know what Patrick Mahomes' one loss record is in the regular season? I'll, uh, uh, 80%. 80 games. Uh, 80 games, yeah. that'll be six, 64 and 16. Bingo. Yeah, 80%, exactly. 64 and 16. Wow, but what is his record in the playoffs? Man, I, I need to be on prices, right? I've gotten really lucky on some guesses. You're on a roll. No, I'm not on a roll. I get, I'm on a lucky roll. Lucky. That's all it is. What is the... Uh, uh, the Titans have not won a game since they fired their GM, so good good team management up there. What is the um, Mahomes playoff record? Uh it's it's good, but not. I'd say, uh, gosh, I'd say he's one. I'd say he's six and three. I'm gonna look real quick here. Maybe more. Maybe seven and three. Patty Mahomes is eight and three. Eight and three. That's really good for sure. Yeah. They, well, they went to a Super Bowl and lost, and they well, went they to go Super to the Bowl conference championships. Four, is it three years in a row or four years in a row? It's maybe. It maybe. Yeah. They've gone to the conference championship. I think it's more. They've hosted like the conference. Four, it's like four or five. They years lost in to row. Cincinnati. Right. Yeah. They beat who they beat to go Tennessee. Gosh, I don't know. Then they lost to New England at home. Remember, uh, no. they beat New. England. I, 
I, I don't know. Not exactly. Uh, stand by. Yeah. We got to get this. But Mahomes has been, yeah, Mahomes is the Mahomes is the guy. He's the guy, and everybody else is trying to be that guy. Um, but he's, to me, a cut above all of them. But the other guys can certainly compete with him. Uh, they have gone to the conference championship four years in a row. With yeah, so four years in two, a row. Uh, two wins and two losses. And I think one that, year it was Tennessee. They beat with our Texans, right? They beat with Deshaun or no? Was that I, the, well, I'm just looking at their. Uh, they lost the conference last year. That was Cincinnati. They lost the Super Bowl. That was the year. Then they beat New England. And I'd, I'd say that, that New England beat them. And then it might have been Tennessee or Houston in one of them, but or that might have been a divisional game. But I tend to think it was Tennessee with Mariota. Yeah, well, they when also he threw went in the their, touchdown they to himself. In, they went in, they they won that game. Tennessee did. Did they? Yeah. That was earlier in the playoffs. That was a winner. That was 17. That was okay. near the Jags. They lost the a wild card. Yeah, okay. But anyway, yeah, that wasn't Mahomes, though. No, you're, Mahomes played against Tennessee or no? No, I don't That I was don't Alex Smith. Did. Yeah, so. I think it was, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Mahomes has gone to four straight conference championships, and I believe every one of them has been in Kansas City. Do you have any City. fascination around Brady? Or is there any part of you that thinks he can concoct any old magic? Or are we going to see the same disappointing, pedestrian, plotting Bucks team. They went 8-9. The Bucks are no good. They they're stink. They're no good. I, they're playing a Dallas team that was so not good yesterday. It sticks in my head that maybe yeah. at home. And not just yesterday. The ja- I mean, the Cowboys choked a big one here, too, now. Yeah. Um, we could have lost that one as it turned out, couldn't we? Man, the pressure's all on Dak. It's not on Brady. Yeah. I don't um, know, man. Maybe. Maybe. I'm glad there's no Friday five-pack and I don't have to pick anymore. All right, let's do this. We'll take a break, and we'll keep it rolling right here on a Monday edition of The Drill. We're on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. All right, welcome back to the program. I got a a good non-football story. Duval. You do. What up? up? Is this Huey? Nah, that ain't me. All right. He wishes it was him. Yeah, I sure do. Might not be sitting in there right now. Yeah, sure do. Who is this? Florida Water. Oh, Florida Water. Uh, Do you, either of you know who Olivia Dunn is? Olivia Dunn. No. No? Does it ring a bill? Olivia Dunn is. Olivia Wilde is. Olivia Benson, maybe. Uh, She is. Law and Order, CSU in there. Mariska Haggerty. Yeah, very nice. I love her. She's a hottie. She's regarded as one of the. Oh, she used to be. You know who her mom is, by the way. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Jane that? Mansfield, isn't Jane it? Jane Mansfield. Oh, no. You don't never. He's never Hollywood heard of Hollywood starling. Yeah. From like back, big time. Like oh, yeah? way before yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah, like a... Big I've seen, no, I... Jane like a Man- Marilyn Monroe. Well, I, no, I think oh. Jane Mansfield was a Miss America, I believe. Was she? I think so. But Olivia Dunn is like that. She is one of the most influential college athletes. She is the oh, LSU Oh, I do know she's gymnast. the LSU gymnast. Yeah, I knew the name. And LSU... They're gri- some of the uh, some of the fuddy-duddies are griping about her. LSU had a uh, meet. Out in Salt Lake against the Utes. Okay. And, uh, well, the teenage boys uh, hauled A to the center to watch Livy. Sure. And uh, things took a troubling turn. There's got signs and waving at her. She wasn't even in the lineup. Things took a troubling turn. Hold on. Now, she's the biggest earner, and she's not even in the lineup? I don't know if she's her. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe she's not one of the five best. I don't know. Um. Uh, mom said uh, some of the boys acted in a disrespectful manner. As we were walking to the car, oh, man. a group swarmed my daughter and her teammate. They literally said to their faces, you're not Livy, but you will do. Can we get a picture? Oh, my gosh. They also called my daughter Livy 2.0. Oh. They were rude and disrespectful. That's mm. eh, not too bad. They're having yeah, fun. Whatever. Um, <laughs> LSU had to move its team bus so they didn't have to run into the fellas, the kids. 
There were cops in there to avoid them getting in. Uh, she is the she's one of the first NIL big time cash in. She's a pretty young lady and she's taking advantage of it, you know. So, but she put on her Instagram, "Hey, I appreciate y'all coming out, but please, you know, uh, basically behave." I always appreciate the love and support, but if you come to a meet, please be respectful of the other gymnasts and the gymnastics community as we are doing our jobs. So anyway, Olivia Dunn, craziness out there in Utah. Uh, you know, that's what you get. I mean, mm. it is what it is, right? So um, I thought that was uh, thought that was interesting going forward. So uh, yeah, Saturday night, here we go one more time. Ready to rock and roll. Jags and the Chargers. More than uh, one on the text line design my lifetime and closures tell my son-in-law he's got to stay home because he's 0-2. And, and I respond to all of them like, what's our record? What, what are you, uh, yeah. Is there anybody taking a winning record down there to watch a game? That's flawed logic. You're not going to keep a kid out because he's 0-2. There's people in there that are 0 forever. Yeah, maybe right? You go only, years with winning a game or two at the stadium. So, yeah. you. The only yeah. one you can sure. legitimately bring is your, your grandson. The grandson's 3-0 and now. Yeah. I don't think it doesn't matter. Born the day the Jags beat the Jets. Yeah. Now, uh, two more on top of it. What's so. Calvin Ridley? 3-1? and one? <clears throat> uh, uh, He's been around long, much longer than four games. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah well, so my okay. son, by the way, real quick, did the, the math. You know, his son has a winning percentage of 1,000. Uh-huh. And my son's winning percentage with the Jags is like 380. Yeah. If that, it may be even worse. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good if you've grown up it's, in the last 20 you years. You never think of this. When we think of home field advantage and when it comes to the weather, we always think of one thing, that that crazy heat at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. Because the Jags. It's going to be cold Saturday Yeah, night. can they get a cold weather advantage? I don't think there is a no. cold weather. I think those are way no. overrated. I don't think there is a cold weather advantage. They no. throw it. They do everything just the same. It's the wind that only becomes an issue. Yeah. But the, you don't want that for your own sake, though, no. right? So, yeah, there's no cold weather advantage. That, that won't be happening. It'll be. It's all up to the crowd. It's the crowd again. It's the crowd rocking and rolling and getting on the on the Chargers and, and making it hell for them. And, and that's what they'll do. They will do that. That'll happen. I have a question about, and again, I know JSO has this figured out, and they do. I, but I'm, I'm perplexed. I've been perplexed all year. But What happened? When you hit the Heart Bridge, now I left. Oh, my God. We have a Cat Williams show, 8 o'clock Saturday night. Do we? Oh, downtown? Oh, oh at the arena? Oh, oh get there early. Oh, man. Oh, sweet oh. Martha. I wonder make- if cattle move like the Iceman did. I don't no. know, man. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, cattle Cat play. Won't cattle play. Yeah. yeah. So when you go, so we left uh, before 5 o'clock to head down there, and I knew we'd hit traffic. I, I always tweet out the traffic when we hit the traffic. Traffic is a good thing for us. We've had it so easy for so many years. But so you go, you get to the Heart Bridge and you get stuck. And this is my question to the people who set the traffic patterns. And I'm assuming that's our force, right? I, JSO. Well, that, yeah. I mean, they're doing the best they can. It's yeah, just. I I, it's, I'm asking this question. I don't understand I think this. It's, it's. I tell you, it's yeah. to me. There's one thing that's changed. Yeah. And the parking has gone to hell and it takes forever. They tore down that overpass. It's the only thing that matters. It makes no sense because here's why. Yes, it does. They took out all those parking right across the street. Oh, that parking. And you don't have to drive as far to get to it. I'm not concerned with the parking because I have a work parking pass in the J-Lot, which is right next to the stadium. that keeps the traffic down. Shout out, E. Yeah. He he doesn't like that. That keeps the traffic down. (laughs) Yeah. We have thousands of spots. Here's my point, though. You come down the Hart Bridge. This is the bigger question. It's Mm -hmm. not that the parking's gone. You come down the Hart Bridge, and there's two ways to go. You can go to the right, or you can go to the left. And there is a police car stationed yeah. across the Hart Bridge 
and then you have to like show them your past. But but that street should. Why are they limiting activity on that street? Well, that, if those, you just come straight I down, just, I gave up on the Heart Bridge. I'll never go over it again as long as I live. Two Sundays I tried to go to Jags games. Twice I turned around, circled back through downtown. Oh. It's just I am not. It sitting moves in a parking okay, lot. but I don't understand. It, I don't understand the at point. your time. I've been coming yeah. in at noon. It has not moved okay. I don't it's understand the point of the slowdown. <clears throat> Of that car being there. It makes no sense to me. That's my only question. And I'm one that I've been trying to, I've been kerfuffled by. I'm sure they are trying to figure it out, but it is moving. And what's. But it would move quicker if that car wasn't there. What's especially noticeable. Uh Uh-huh. Because the issues are much bigger than that car. They're everywhere down there. It takes you an hour to go from the Main Street Bridge to the stadium. That's never happened. And again, what makes it more noticeable and painful is that we used to have, and we've been to every stadium in the world and every sport. We had the best game day traffic of any event in the country. Any team, college, or pro. But we didn't have full houses. I don't care. Like Florida Georgia is a pain in the rear. Well, sure it is. But you got a bunch of people that don't know where they're going for that one, too. And I do know that, like, like, Buffalo... Washington, those are tough to get to because they're not in their sort of neighborhood or one road in New England, like a one road in type place to get to the stadium. And that makes it, you right. got you to hit the I, right time. I, I, we, I've been to New England. I didn't get there any slower than it takes me to get to my home stadium. Mm. Uh, Ridley seven and two though, for the record, ET. Oh, for your point. even better. Yeah. Seven and two. I mean, look at the How many thousand yards does he have? I mean, how many hundreds of yards does he have in that time? What he's done, he's opened up the offense, Dad, just by trading for it. Can we have him on the sidelines this this weekend? Uh-huh. He's not reinstated yet, so that answer would be no. But yeah, anyway. is he not allowed to go to a game if you're? I don't think. On I, don't, the I doubt it. You're not yeah. reinstated. You're, you're suspended from the league. I would say probably not. But anyway, uh, so that's just my question. I'm curious what the answer is, and we'll find out. And it, I'll, it I'll is, pass it on. It, you know, it's it's. I don't know if they're closing off more streets or what they're doing, but it is just, I mean, again, it has gone from a stress-free, and even on the big games, Dan, not mm-hmm. what we're facing now. And and by the way, the games that I came to in the regular season, those weren't, I don't know, what, those aren't packed houses. Those are just games. It's not like we've been playing, like it's not like the other day. We haven't had any crowds like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's no real way that it works because everybody on the text line, I come in from this way, it's terrible. I come in from this way. It's a nightmare. I get it. It's a nightmare getting out. I'm just too. wondering if there's a better way, and I'm sure they've looked at solutions. Yeah, I, I just I, don't I, know what it is. Here's a better way. Yeah. Rent a barge and have people park on the other side of the river and barge them over. Barge Wouldn't em. you do it? Barge them. Would you not go park over there at, the more, you know, Ruth's Chris on the other side, a big parking lot oh, over there, yeah. and then you just st- cattle call. You ain't got to give me anything nice. Put us on a barge. Take you across the river to Metro and you get off. It's, it makes it, makes too much sense. And a barge, my, I, I my, I this is where someone there. will say they're doing that already. But I mean like a I big need to make old money. People. Let's get a barge. Right? Let's make some money pregame. Barge uh, one of the boys on the text line, Design My Lifetime Enclosures, agrees with me. This bleep you just referred to is asinine. The cops wait to check parking passes, then wave you through to the left lanes of you have the if you have the appropriate pass. Yeah, see, I don't I don't get that. What does it matter? You're still going on the road. I'm not you're not letting me into a parking lot. You're letting me onto a road that is so that's the only thing I don't because here's why. They think what they're doing is keeping you from getting down there and then bogging everything down. Mm-hmm. 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 And I don't I, know I, just, if, I don't know why they've started blocking and it's just I think though a big part of it is that you don't you can't keep going to the you everyone has to get off there, Dan. Used to be the reason I say it's big, not just the parking. You could buy, you could keep going on on that riser above everything. Now you can't. You got to get down and go. You see what I'm saying? You're coming off the Heart Bridge, and you wanted to go to downtown Jacksonville. You used to 
avert all the game day traffic. You were on the on park the, on the south the and riser. ride bikes over the Main Street Bridge down Bay Street. Takes twenty minutes. I like that. That's right. Too. Yeah, you can always. They, we got those scooters in downtown. But those are fun. But you can't yeah. get anywhere everywhere. They're, they um they were restricted. Down. They're yeah. restricted to oh, they can get around. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't trust those things. They're fun. I love them. You're gonna end up with a you know broken elbow. St. John's River Taxi picks up at Ruth Chris Dock. They say they have the river taxi and do it. That yeah. sounds like a good idea. Why do people not more people not do that? I wonder Maybe what it costs to park it. And then, but then you leave, or you know, then you leave. You get tired. You don't feel like waiting. No, I'm on not the taxi. getting to the game too late. I got to the game right. at five. No, uh, correct. Six o'clock Stop kickoff it. was eight fifteen. And I on was there Sun- and on Sunday, <laughs> I you, sh- you know, I'm not getting. I go to church, so I'm not. There's no too late. I get there when I can get there, and forever I've been able to get there fine on that schedule. And uh-huh. and now we can. It's going to change now. Uh, we'll make the turn for a moment. We return right here on the drill. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity employer. And this is an off... What is your problem? <laughs> this is an off-beaten, uh, or off-path question, but I'll ask you this question, Tony. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Kenny Pickett as a quarterback in his rookie year? Like, How would you characterize it? Uh, it, it felt really up and down. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like I'm watching Steelers games every week. Right, right. Right. And even yesterday when I'm home and could potentially watch the Steelers game, I'm just on red zone. Mm-hmm. So I only see whenever the Steelers are on the red zone. Right. But I think my impression is that he was better over the course of the last yeah. six weeks. And I don't have year. the numbers except this one thing that struck me because this is my impression and I. Statistically, he was terrible. Yeah. I mean, 76 ratings, seven touchdowns, nine picks. Yeah. And he played 13 games, by the way. He threw for 2,400 yards. But there's something about the kid, like when he had to make a throw, mm-hmm. he seemingly makes the throw. He looked terrible throw. yesterday, I thought. Yeah. But I mean, then he was, he was then bad. They, but they scored 28 and they won the game. Yes. I, I just, it was, he's, he's interesting to me. I'm not sure he's any good, but yet. Again, he won some games for him. They went nine and eight. Anyway, that's not. It was all about the Jags. I just was curious. <laughs> I was thinking about that, and I, I never got to it today. Don't have what to do, worry about those quarterback discussions. No, no, for a long no, yeah. no. In fact, Chicago has a number one pick. Some of their fans yesterday on social media were going, "Maybe we should take Bryce Young." <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. They do what? They, uh, they need to trade that thing because they yeah. they're missing first round picks for making the deal. Right. What? Uh, what do you guys got cooking today? I know. Uh, we'll be Super reacting Monday. to. The Jaguars being AFC South champions. Yes. Jacob Gerard will be in studio with us for yes. the first time in a few weeks now with the holidays the last couple of weeks. Haven't been on on Monday here for the last couple of weeks. So looking forward to getting his reaction to it, too, as a former player. Uh, watching this team get over the hump against the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, we'll peek ahead a little bit to what's going to be coming up this weekend. But today is mostly about still reacting to what happened Saturday night. It's cool to see former Jags, Linder, Puzz, uh, Scobes, a lot of those guys went to the game on on Saturday and got to yeah. kind of too enjoy many that guys too. played here to, and and had Didn't no get success. That. Yeah, right, yeah. At all. never had that. Well, yeah. it was hear. um, you know, Fred Taylor comes in for the the post game, the first yeah. hour, of the post game. Yeah. Um, after Jaguars home games, he's in studio, you know, down there, and he comes in and when he sat down, he was like. That may be the livest I've ever seen that yeah, stadium. Yeah, that's I've, Fred Taylor talking right, about yeah. it that way. Right, right, well, saying yeah. I felt like I could get a few reps. Like that's how hyped no. he was by no. what the fan base did on Saturday night. We'll see if they can double up that achievement this weekend. I thought the Dolphins might have tried a Marino out there for a drive or two yesterday, late in the fourth quarter. Just he was there. Probably would, yeah, probably would have had a better chance. <laughs> 
They obviously won the game, but all right, we'll have a great show. Thank you. I'm Mike and Tony getting ready for uh, Jaguars The kickoff, today. apparently, I've done, you know, it's painstaking research. Yes. I've gone on, I, I've been distracted for an hour. Yes. And from what I've determined, yeah, it's actually a thing. The game will kick off tonight at 7.30, a half hour early. That's Wonderful. kind of awesome, considering those games last 14 hours and 28 minutes. Uh, Jaguars today is coming up next. You've been listening to The Drill, the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com.